This is Jessica and Tama Podcast episode. I already forgot it. 82? 80 something. 80. Yeah, son of a. 82! I'm your host, Doctor. My co host. I'm Dame Dr. Foxy Brown. Oh no, we're back. Oh, here she comes. Danger. This is. We're back to record an episode that I tried to duck out on. Haha! It's very disappointing to find out that we were still recording. We have to record it because, damn it, the fucking anime is coming out already. We need to talk about. <laughs> Something related to the anime again. Son of a bitch. Like, but this is supposed to be the easy one. It's just like, okay, just pick your favorite baby. Pick ten, of, ten <laughs> pick ten, pick ten of your favorite babies. That's it. That's all you have to do. It's the easiest thing of ever, and that's all you have to worry about. Clearly, you're a monster. <laughs> Son of a bitch. If you can do that. It, it took me probably close to five minutes, and then realizing I forgot one, and it took me ten seconds. I sat down and I was all, I can't do this. <laughs> there's no way I could do this. First of all, my memory's horrible, uh-huh. so there's no way I'm gonna remember the stuff that I liked. Secondly, in order to figure out what, ep- what the episode numbers actually were and not, hey, when was that thing? This is the thing that I like. What was the episode that it was in? I had to Google stuff that I didn't want to do. And then yeah. I ended up on Crunchyroll, rewatching episodes to make sure it's the one I think it is. <laughs> It's uh-huh. all, very, all very disappointing that I had to do that. Okay, so yeah, I I, I took about three. Who the days fuck is this? <laughs> oh shit! I I think I ended up I I think I ended up on the wrong podcast. Oh, damn it! Oh damn it! Oh son of a bitch! Oh man! Oh okay. Hey, uh, we have Colton from. This is technically the first time you're appearing with your podcast. Yep. Uh, Colton, who has been on our show before, uh, has returned with a couple more podcasts underneath his belt. I didn't realize that happened. I had no clue. Uh, he was like, hey, you want to do an episode about you know, like your favorite anime episode? I'm like, yeah, that'd be a fun idea. If we get to celebrate the anime, come aboard. And then I co- he comes back and like, oh, by the way, here's all this stuff I have to promote. I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> uh, yep, that's me. I have my own podcast now. So, yeah. Well, for those of you who probably haven't heard from you uh, at all or ever, uh, where are you from? You do things, right? Yeah, I, I do a lot of things. I, I'm i probably on as many shows as you do. You probably do a little bit more. I don't know. I didn't, I have, I didn't really bother to count. I, 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 I stopped counting, too. <laughs> I, um, like you said, I, I have been on the show before. I think I was on during when, uh, when Courtesan of a Nation was running in the anime at the time. That was a little while ago. Thousands and of then, years ago. And I don't then, um, at all. And then uh, I remember doing a uh, Ginta Ladies episode, I think, about Piraco. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I remember, remember we did that really early in the morning. I was really tired. I think we were all tired. Yeah. I, 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 remember, I remember being on for the first time, and I was a nervous wreck. So I probably, I probably didn't say a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I probably also didn't say a lot in the Piraco episode because I was tired. So... Hopefully, I'll say more things. You know, now that I'm, now that I've done a few podcasts. So, Colton, you, you are the host of Life Lessons, a Gintama manga cast. Uh, that's right. I um, I, I I have another. I have a Gintama podcast as well. Except, uh, 
we run things a little differently. I mean, uh, we we have a bit of a structure to us. We uh, it, it's basically me and my friends. Structure. Uh, <laughs> we uh, no, we try. I... We we try to have one. Uh, but uh, yeah, me and my friends basically sit down and uh, we are covering basically the the old Viz Media release of Gintama that was unfortunately canceled back in 2011. Uh, pretty much as an attempt to, I guess, make people more aware that hey. Gintama's also a manga too. It's not just an anime. Maybe maybe you should pay attention to that a bit more. Um, um, I don't know what that says about us. I don't. <laughs> well, I we mean, eventually we eventually we were like, yeah, we gotta start doing this. We don't we don't have any episodes to do. We have to start talking about something. Yeah, I I think I've mentioned it a couple of times, but uh, I around the time I wanted to start up this podcast uh, was around the time you doctor started covering the manga in your show, and then I felt like a giant copycat. So the timing on that was a little uh little sketchy, but I mean, <laughs> well, well, luckily the anime is coming back, so now we can stop covering the manga altogether. So it's all for you. You can take it all, and you don't have to worry about it anymore. Uh, it's it's gonna take me a while to get up to current material. If if that that's if I want to do the current material, I. I'm 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 trying to get up to Benny Zakra at this point. That's that's my first goal. Oh, and then, the and then, material is fantastic. You don't want to do it though. You don't. You don't because <laughs> you you want to you'll you'll throw things. No, I I I'm very well aware that the current material is very um uh very different at the moment. Yeah. Uh, I it's it's very serious from what I hear. I've spoiled myself on a lot of it too, so I kind of sort of know what's going on because I'm a moron and I can't help but spoil myself on this stuff. It's very different in the sense that he's really screwing up with a character. I see. Um, but yeah, uh, I think amongst that, I I do a lot of other podcasts. I think the only one I'll mention for now and save the rest for later. Uh, I'm also a part of the uh, Anime Three Thousand Network. Uh, I do a bunch of stuff for them. I. Uh, I mostly do the manga corner with uh, JD, uh, where we basically just talk about manga in general and the culture surrounding it. So uh, th- those are the those are my two main podcasts, I guess. Uh, and I, I, I guess basically I also co-host a lot of other stuff, but I ca- I can mention all that stuff later. Yeah, I can't think of any right now. Um, so <laughs> uh, we have you here because uh, you had a suggestion. Yet I mean, it's no joke that you actually had suggested uh, us doing. Uh, kind of a top 10 list of our favorite anime episodes at one point or another. And it kind of seemed like a good idea to actually try to actually release an episode about it to coincide the premiere of the new anime season uh, that's coming out uh, as of this uh, recording a couple, five, five days? Yes. Day yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think it's a, a good time as ever. I think hopefully before uh, the anime episodes comes out, uh, we have a manga backlog, and that way we're going to have an anime episode to talk about. It's going to be a very busy next week. Um, you know, I'm I'm still I'm still waiting on that top five Zuras, Doc. Um, when 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 is that going to be? Up? I I, I'm not, I I don't know. We still have to. <laughs> we, time will tell uh, when we will find out how many Zuras are there. There's only so many we can choose. There's so many we can choose from. It's like you know, it's like picking your favorite baby. Uh, it's, I think that would probably take up more time, maybe another 10 minutes, um, for me to decide, <laughs> uh, how that would go. But, uh, we're enough talking about whatever the stuff that about introductions and people and caring about people, names. Let's talk about some news because we got some news, which is basically, oh yeah, the anime's coming back. Yeah. That's the news. People are excited. Well, yeah, I heard that. So, okay. So, um, 
First up, uh, promo is out. You can hear the opening a bit, kind of. A little bit. Yeah, it's a it's a very short uh, little promo. Like, hey, we're new season of thingies is out coming here. Don't worry about the fact that that the movie was supposed to be end. That you know. <laughs> Every time the anime restarts, especially this time, since I actually have been reading the manga. Yeah. And they show clips. I keep sitting there thinking, when did this happen? Did I not read this? Maybe. Well, why is Ty in a wedding gown? I What's happening? I don't remember. I do not I remember. Know, I know there was, like, we jumped around. Yeah, we did. We started at a point, and then you were like, oh, hey, there's this Ikumatsu arc. So I went back and read that, but I have no idea how many chapters I skipped. Um... Even 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 then, I do not remember. I still haven't read a lot of stuff too, so all of this is going to be fresh for me. Yeah, it's going to be some new stuff, and then there's going to be some hard deja vu stuff. Yeah, eventually, once they get to it, so that's waiting in anticipation. So if you have not checked out the trailer, which you have already, because duh, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know how many times you've rewatched it. Click again, click again, click the click the rewind button. A couple of until- times until. Until Wednesday, 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 or stay of the week. All right, all right. Well, I mean, it's in the middle of the week. Uh, I usually have like some of the shows that I really did enjoy were coming on Friday or Saturday, which I guess is you know. If I weekend. paid, for, if I paid for Crunchyroll, which I suppose I technically could, since I technically have money, then I could watch it while I was at work. Oh. On the, work wi-fi i i used to do that for like fridays there a show one of the shows jojo came out i still come now or whatever um it's friday at during my lunch break so i would actually watch the show on my phone in like as i'm eating yeah friday for me is usually my day to just sit down around the house and be like i'm not doing anything today i'm just gonna watch my animus i i don't have that luxury as much anymore (laughs) i i have noticed that i i have been struggling to just watch one episode of a a show that i i know i enjoy i know i will enjoy i have gone on record that say i enjoy a gigantic franchise of dudes in armor Caro, uh, I feel the same way. It, I, I, do you mean Kamen Rider? Uh, both. Because I feel the same way. I wanted to sit down, first of all, the Garo series. We call it three, right? Because that abortion yeah. of the series that happened before that, no one cares. Yeah. I made it to the flashback episode, and I was like, okay, I'll table this for later. Because right now, I don't have the energy to skip through and see if there's <laughs> anything new in the episode. Uh-huh. And then six months later happened. Oh, no. And then Garo, I watched the first episode of the anime, and it's like, this looks nice. This looks promising. Does it? How long has it been since that show started? I, it's. It, it, I think it's about to end already, <laughs> or I how think many, it hasn't. How many episodes has it ended at? Is it twenty six? Is it thirty four? I don't know. I, I don't know anything about the show. I don't know, but I think it's 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 past two curves. I think at this point. So now it's just, well, I, I, and it's amazing when it's just like the anime Twitter people that I follow. They're like, hey, this is a really good series. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. He told you. <laughs> like, we, like, we know that, but just, I, uh, I'll get, I'll get back. To, I'll, I'll get to it in a minute. I told you what it was. Ah, son of a bitch. All right. So 
Yeah, uh, new promos out there. If you haven't seen the commercial, goddamn it, go go look at it. I don't know. Uh, Gintama, also most anticipated anime of duh, uh, based on anime news network readers. Yes. Um, as always, skipping around to things I don't care about. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Nineteen has the most interesting title in that this is horrible. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? I actually watched the first episode of that today. It oh, is what's bland, up? It, it's as bland as shit. Ah, oh, shit. I think that that means we have to start talking about the new season of anime. God damn it. Yep. I, 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 don't, I, don't, have, I don't have time. So, <laughs> I, I, I don't have time right now. Another Ghost in the Shell thing. Uh, is no, it 12? No, that's, uh, that's supposed to be the... Um, it's like the TV version of the OVAs they've, they've been bringing out. Okay. Mm. Son of a bitch. Um, at seven is Shogaki no Soma. I think that's out already. First episode. Yeah, watch just watch that today too. Really like it. Uh, 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 oh damn it! At four <laughs> is disappearance of Nagato Yuki Chan because of course. Yeah. At number two is Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. That's Again. season two of that series. Of course. Which doesn't make whatever. And at three, if you're if you've been twelve years old for like the last decade and a half digimon adventure try well is at three yeah and of course mm. as we've mentioned before at one skintama it's also a number one on the carapedia poll which yeah. was what we talked about the last time we recorded yes so again somewhat no surprise english-speaking people apparently care a lot more about not haruhi is what i gather from this well i think I think that the problem is that not uh, the not Haruhi show is not Haruhi. It's too much. It's too not Haruhi. Yeah. So I think that's why people start caring. And I don't know. Maybe it's there has been maybe some sort of a backlash. Hasn't it been not? Ha- I feel like not Haruhi has been not Haruhi since season one. Because season one was really not about Haruhi. Yeah, I know. But the problem is uh, even before this not Haruhi was not not Haruhi. It was more importantly not Full Metal Panic. <laughs> I know. So, most the, so at that point, it's just like it's still irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, just to bring you guys up to speed, it's still not Full Metal Panic. Do you, I just, I just want you know, the last a, part. Just, like, listen, there, there is a video game right now that has crossovers with other robot shows that is actually continuing the story of Full Metal Panic. Why they refuse? This is why I can't support anything Kiwani does. Why do you refuse to give us more Full Metal Panic? Is aren't the novels done? Didn't but, yeah, he's done them? already. He's finished already. Makes me want to overturn my desk, if not for the fact that my computer was on it. Oh no! Two monitors, and it's pretty heavy. But <laughs> just stop giving people what they don't want in not Haruhi. Yeah, but like, but, but nobody's but but, su- I, I but swimming guess, anime, but swimming anime. <laughs> like I, like, like I, I hate that. They're, why is the studio still so small? Why <laughs> increase the size of your studio? Do two shows a year. Give us Full Metal Panic at this rate in the next five years before you guys all decide that you hate anime and you close your studio down. <laughs> so it just make me sad because Gonzo would probably get it back. How? Ugh. Yes. How would that so, work at all? Didn't I do season one? I mean, yeah, but why? That's all I'm asking. How and why? This fate hates us. Son of a... 
So yeah. that none of that has anything to do with Gintama. No, no, but, no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, there you go, news. <laughs> so we got a countdown. We have, uh, as suggested by Colton of Things, yeah, of other podcasts, uh, our top ten anime episodes as of now. Obviously, uh, we do not count the whole show because that's cheating. <laughs> um. <laughs> And if you do, you suck. What? Like I asked you, just give me a, su- a simple ten list. If you can, can you make five? I don't know. Think one. That, no. See, see that that would be one hell of a short episode. Yeah, that's why we, we'll be done with this. We'll be basically the the rest of the the rest of this podcast will just be talking about Full Metal Panic. Yeah. Unfortunately, like we don't have to, we have the time. We can do it again. Which I get <laughs> behind because there are a lot of things to yell at about that series. Yeah. Um. So I don't know before we get started talking about the actual episodes, but I don't know if you guys came up against the same thing that I did, which was most of my favorite episodes are comedic episodes. Uh, I have actually I've managed to find actually uh, a good amount of the drama episodes. I actually managed to make my list. Yeah, me too. My mine are mostly either dramatic episodes or episodes that. Uh, probably make me laugh out of most of the show. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of the weird one because I think that the only the drama ones are up there, if anything, but the rest of it are just straight comedy. Any and, and, and I, very rare, I should also point out that they're actually arcs, like part of an mm, arc. Yeah, mine too. And also, also there there are a few episodes, at least on my list, that I've watched at least five to ten times, mm. or something like that. So. Ready to go? I think so. Yeah. Okay. In my list, I guess I choose it in a way because it's more about moments than entire episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that there are moments that stand out to me so much that I actually remember an episode as individual from another in this show, <laughs> I think was good enough to put on the list. So the, the first one in my reverse order list um, is an episode that I talk about a lot which is one of the first things that actually hooked me on the show. Um, it's episode eight. Um, it's called There's But a Fine Line Between Persistence and Stubbornness. And long story short, um, this is the episode where Kondo and Gin fight uh, for Otai, whatever, her affections. Something. To, to save her honor. from being stalked. Some, oh, some junk. And of course, Gin, um, I don't know why I always remember this so well, but they challenge each other, they get challenged they challenge to a duel and Kondo of course has a sword because he's a cop. Yeah. And Gin's like, Oh, but I am just a common citizen. You know, it's against the law for me to have a sword. So let's do this with wooden swords. And Kondo he and Kondo <laughs> is like, sure, let's do this. And he accepts the sword that Gin throws him. And of course Gin is sawed halfway through the sword and when they clash, Kondo's sword breaks, Gin knocks him out wins the match everyone hates him and i was like this is my show forever <laughs> just on that off the strength of this episode this is my show yes that 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 is a fantastic i actually used that um for uh some of the early panels that i have done about gintama those are one of the main clips whenever like if i were to if i was gonna pick a single th- scene that really illustrates who is Gintoki as a character, it's that moment. 
Yeah, definitely. I agree. This is um, actually this is an episode I always tell people that when when people ask me, oh, hey, when does Gintama get good? Because I always I always see on the Internet people saying stuff like, oh, Gintama, Gintama doesn't get good until like 20 episodes in, which which is bullshit. Um, the, the, I, I usually tell people to get up to either this episode or the episode after it, which I think is Kondo, um, not Kondo, uh, Gin and Hichikata's duel right after that. Because uh, I, I personally, I think uh, this episode is really when the show uh, starts to get really good, mm. in my opinion, at least. All right. Uh, does anyone else have that on their list at all? I don't actually. Uh, I do. You do. All right. I don't, <laughs> yes. what, is, I'm assuming yours. I don't know if yours is ordered in actual relevance or whatever, but uh, I'm, I'll just, I guess we. Yeah, do, you want to talk about it now or wait till you get to it? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. Okay, cool. Um, if, uh, how about this? Uh, you want to go next? Uh, what's your number 10? All right. Well, um, my number 10 kind of surprised me a bit because I thought this would be a little higher on the list because I, I love this episode a lot. Um, uh, my number 10 is uh, episode 111. Okay. Uh, specifically the second half. Uh, and for those who don't remember, this is the uh, Kagura Umbrella Rainy Day episode. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, I don't know what it is because I, I remember when I first watched this episode, I didn't really think anything of it. But rewatching it again, because uh, I, I I watch Gintama a lot with my friends, and I so I've so I've seen this episode a couple of times. This is this is an episode I do not mind rewatching whenever I have some downtime or uh, downtime or something. And I'm like, hey, I want to watch Gintama. Which episode do I want to watch? I'll just put in 111 or something. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I guess what I what I like about this episode is I think I think the way this episode was presented was really nicely done and I really like all the music in this episode too because the the story is really told through the music and I think that's what makes this episode so good. Mm. And that's pretty much my thoughts on that. Um I also have this episode uh on my list. In a in a different location uh, than this, so I I'm gonna hold off in the meantime. Uh, Foxy, what about you? I don't have this episode at all. Okay, cool. So I guess we can move on then. Uh, all right. So I have uh, f- my number ten. At the I was I was wondering where I was gonna put it, uh, but decided to do it here. Uh, episode one hundred. So this is. Uh, the more something is disliked, the more lovely it is. This is uh, the, um, I guess, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the, the 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 manga editor. One of two. One of how many? Three. I think at least. Three. Yeah. Yeah, three manga. This is the very first one with uh, the whole Donda case stuff, and oh, it, yeah. basically the entire bit of um, uh, uh, of the, the of like uh, of Gin illustrating what it means to be a Shonen Jump character. Uh, of him, like you have to figure, like you have to, like, the, like, like for for a successful m- manga character to be, you have to figure who he is, but uh, just based on the silhouette, yes. and all of it led up to just just a giant Dragon Ball Z joke and how Yamcha is shit. <laughs> oh man, I love Yamcha. So it's it's the most, uh, just the most straight manny freaking uh, um, uh, Mansai style episode of ever. 
uh i think th this is like one of those like oh th uh, like you for you to go big and hard for again and this is all like original material stuff too so you have you have uh the actual author of the manga illustrated as a literal gorilla a gorilla uh flinging poo and just eating him eating uh, eating bananas with a with a with a tire swing as he's drawing what is basically gintama so no. so it's it's like it's the perfect level of self-deprecation along with just a very just funny 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 stuff uh i think i think my favorite line in that entire episode is shut up so she die <laughs> she died she to die I, I i i still use that every once in a while yeah me too um so i don't know if anyone has this on their list at all this is just like when i thought of uh, last minute too um i do not okay neither do i Awesome. So uh, I think this is good, honestly, because it really. It's, I mean, obviously, if it was like the, uh, the openings or ending songs, we'll we would have a limited amount of uh, uh, selections. But luckily, we have two hundred plus episodes. That we would uh, it would be shocking if we have more than three alike. So I think that's good so far. If we did, then we're probably the same person. Well, yeah, maybe chances are. <laughs> So that's my number 10, I guess. Uh, move on to our number nine, uh, Foxy. Yep. So uh, my next two episodes, I would not be surprised if other people had this on their list. I would be surprised if you guys don't. And when I say you guys, I mean no one at all. Um, so when I was, before I started the show, I was obviously at this point a big fan of dramas. So when <laughs> uh. episode 34 happened, it captured my entire life, and I was just, if I was ever in doubt that this was my show, this is my shit. Unfortunately, this was a two-part episode, and I felt like episode 35 was not as great as episode 34. Um, I'm, of course, talking about the great Densho Toko parody episode, Love Doesn't Require a Manual. Mm. Um, this episode, pretty much, this and, and the following episode before, it went all crazy, uh, took that entire... 11 or 12 episode show and condensed it down into two episodes hit on all the major notes and just I don't think I, I was on Twitter at the time but if I was my entire Twitter feed while watching this episode would be watch Densho Otoko like repeated <laughs> a million times in multiple languages and I think a couple people actually did watch the show um, off the strength of this episode. Um, if, you, if you're not aware of Densho Toko, which I don't know how. It's really hard to be of, I guess, if anything, of this generation of anime fan and not have heard, haven't heard of tra the Train Man. Yeah, it's pretty much, I think, the biggest non-manga non or anime-based drama among anime fans. It aired in 2005. Um, basically what happens is nerdy guy played by the quintessential Japanese nerdy guy is on a train. Um, he sees this thing go down with um, this angry drunk is like accosting three women. And he's, he's thinking to himself, I should save them, you know, and be cool. And he goes over and he's not cool. Mm. And this cool guy actually shows up, saves them all. But he ends up having to go to the police station to report and in doing that, he exchanges addresses um, with at least two of the three women, one of which he wanted nothing to do with her. But the other woman he only knows um, by, 
I think the bag she was carrying, which is an Hermes Hermes, bag. Well, that's that's the joke. When uh, when they talk about it online, uh, because he immediately goes to Tuchan to tell them what happened. And he refers to her as Hermes. And then, you know, the usual romantic comedy stuff ensues. But with the added layer of dysfunction that is this guy getting all of his orders from the internet. Oh. So like yeah, it, it is basically what if you asked Reddit to help you. Yes. <laughs> Through all of your dates. And also she had a very angry younger brother who suspected you of not being who you are. So pretty much that's that's all covered in this episode, and that's why I love it. I feel like it's it is such a great episode. it is such a great episode. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of ashamed. I don't have this on my list, and I kind of wish I did because I I keep forgetting how much I love this episode, especially especially the first half. This um, this is my number eleven. <laughs> it, it's it was it was either this or the um or or the whole uh the the Dondeke thing, which I felt like that it dealt for me. Yeah, this would this episode would probably get an honorable honorable mention for me, um, not just because I love it, but. Um, everybody who I podcast with over at Life Lessons absolutely loves this episode too. It's it's amazing because it's it, it's it's uh it's it's a simple, well done story in 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 the sense of the train man. Like that that is such a very like you know, it's a uplifting sort of like hey the nerd does good kind of thing. It's just like oh the internet doesn't fuck him over. There's yeah. I mean this is a work of fiction for fuck's sake but uh but it it is it is so great it was so much it's such a fun story and for good time to go out of the way and actually make that a thing is insane and, uh, this this is definitely probably one of my favorite Shinpachi episodes too yes and I think also the drunk person was in this case uh, Matsudaira <laughs> which is hilarious Oh yes. So uh, I guess that's it for Foxy uh, Colton. Um. All right. Um. Uh, my number nine is uh, episode one eighty, which is uh, the last episode of the Red Spider arc. Um, okay. Which, uh, man, I'm I'm glad we didn't end up doing like a top ten, top five arcs because I. All right. My, I will to make sure to do that next time. My. My my list for that would, is is always changing because I always have I always feel like I have a set list and then I'm like well what about that arc well I guess I have to put that arc in there too and uh, it'd be a mess but um, Red Spider arc is probably one of my favorites uh, uh, this episode I have rewatched countless times as well just because um, uh, this episode is definitely very important for the show because this uh, because this is the episode where we basically uh, see the origin of how Gin and Shoyo met, uh, which has always been one of my favorite, I guess, uh, scenes in the show, uh, especially how it's presented too with all the black and white. And I like how they use that during um, during later with uh, Gintoki's fight with Jiraiya, uh, which is, I think, also probably one of the best fights in the show too. Um, and Gintoki also has a lot of really great lines in that episode too. Like I, I love pretty much the entire first half of that episode. Always, it's like a just a roller coaster of emotion for me whenever I watch that episode. Um, uh, I I notice whenever I rewatch the episode though, I usually end up rewatching like the first half, and then when I get to the second half, I'm like, I don't care. That's that's all I that's all I came to see. 
but yeah, uh, this episode's definitely a really good one. All right. Uh, I mean, I don't have that on my list, but uh, I'm not against it. Uh, I did. I think I preferred the. Is it the episode after with Suki uh, drinking? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I remember it's like the epilogue episode, but I, I remember I joined the hell out of that because it's, it's just funny to see her just be completely hammered. Yeah, that one's fun too. Yeah. But, um, but no, I mean, that was actually a pretty interesting arc um, altogether. Um, I'm assuming Foxy, that's like your number one, right? What is that? Is- <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember watching that arc, so there's no way to know. Totally sitting there, like, what? Right? When did, when did you know, you know the arc involving Suki, your favorite character. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. I actually, I, I honestly dislike her a lot less than I used to. Cool. I've, I've come to terms mm. that it was me. It's always me. All right. All right. So I guess moving on, uh, my number nine is uh, a number two. Uh, and that, I mean, uh, episode 79, four heads are better than one. The toilet fight. <laughs> nice. So I, it, in the, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, we have a very serious stuff happening. And then this literally gets dumped on us. This is like just four dudes stuck in in a bathroom, trying to figure out what the hell are they gonna do. I it, it's it's just like well, uh, yes, everything it, it is in a fantastic ending to the episode. It, like it is so, it manages to be so self contained despite being part of a larger arc. Yeah, this is this is one of those uh, episodes where you kind of think back and go, man, this show got away with that. Like I don't know how they did that. Uh, this was a bet somewhere. <laughs> like this had to be just a drunk bet that Sarashi did. It was like, hey, hey, fuck you! Uh, I bet you I can make a whole chapter where these four dudes are just taking a taking a shit. Like, there's no <laughs> way they would clear that. Watch me. Jeez. Uh, so, uh, as far as and what's amazing is I did really like uh, the Kube arc as a whole. So it's. Uh, it's kind of just amazing that it has this this spe- specific center of of cream filling that is this wonderful uh, donut already of mm-hmm. an arc. So it's a uh, it's kind of it's kind of fantastical. If, if anything, it's that that secret. It's like a second layer, a secret, a second thing. It's like oh, you, you're you're thinking oh, you're uh, biting into this delicious donut that is uh, that that comes with just uh, this sort of chocolate cream, and then all of a sudden, oh, what is this? Is that Oreo flavored um, uh, cream? Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. I, I landed in front of Oreo Donuts. All right. I didn't oh, expect that. That's that's good. We're in flavor country now. Oh, shut up. That sounds so good. Son of a bitch. All right. Uh, so uh, <laughs> episode 79 uh, is my number nine uh, for this list. I can't believe I didn't put that on my list. Aha! Um, that is not on my list either. Aha! I think this is uh, probably one of the few... Episodes that actually involved an actual arc uh, on my list. Because a, a majority of the of, of the other. Oh wait, maybe there's one more. I should say that that's that's technically part of an arc, but uh, regardless. Oh boy, just just wait till you get to my picks. All right. So my number eight, I actually will be disappointed in all of you uh-huh. if it's not on your list. Because again, this is another amazing parody. Um, I'm of course speaking of the single greatest episode of Gintama, the episode that we've used multiple times to get people into the show, episode 25. 
Ah. A shared ah. soup pot is a microcosm of life. There are no words for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so move yes. on. Colton, you're number eight. <laughs> uh, so what do you say, Foxy? Sorry. It, just has, it has everything. It has, of course, a hot pot. Yeah. It has the, um, the two people staring at each other across from the table. Speaking to each other in their minds, but not physically. Yeah. Um, it has pretty much the whole cast of the whole major cast of the show um, appear in this episode. Um, it also has like Kagura, she vomit into the pot. Yes. And then she, eat it. Yeah. Then be disgusted by not the puke, but like. I think the the, the meat, beef. The beef, yeah, it was like cheap beef. It was pretty good beef. And she's like, I think she said she prefers the cheap pork yeah. or something like that. That's it. That was it. Yeah, I remember. And then everyone hates her. Yeah. <laughs> but she's adorable and the youngest member of the cast and also can kill them all. Technically. So, <laughs> so there's nothing they can do about it except cry. And then the more people show up and then it became a, like a Death Note episode at one point or another. The whole episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they were fighting over this. They, they did maneuvers to get to the pot and they were all Kagura eat it for us and then it, then. it became Fist of the North Star <laughs> oh wait that's a different arc but yeah it's it, it's so dumb she was great I, uh, I have this on my list as well a little higher but as I have it oh uh, I'm I'm kind of ashamed I don't have this on my list this is officially cause... your number 11 just say it's your 11 because you need that episode. Uh, this this to me is the cutoff point this is like if you don't love the show by now, get out. <laughs> I see. I would agree, but with no, me you pers- agree, and that's the end of your <laughs> sentence. <laughs> that you agree, or else you're never coming on the show anymore. Well, okay. I guess I'll just leave it there then. Uh, go ahead. I'm just with you. Uh, well, I mean, I was gonna say I I loved this episode the first time I watched it, and I and I still love the episode. It's a good one. Like, but it's nope, weird. Nope. No, there's different fights. <laughs> Can't say I love this episode, the single greatest comedic episode of the show. And then say but. I personally, there are a lot of other episodes that I like more than this one, though. Okay, comparatively, it's a strong, it's a strong fight for eleven. <laughs> oh, look at that! Look at them fight for it, fight for their love. Uh, uh, mm. so Colton, try to redeem yourself. All right, uh, I'll try. Uh, so my number eight is, uh, episode 189, uh, which is the, um, I think, I think the episode starts off with a whole thing where, uh, there's this reporter guy who, uh, is searching around for information on, um, the white knight, uh, the Shiryasha, and it turns out to be a Gundam parody or something, uh, which, uh, this, this was an episode I watched with my friends too, and, uh, Neither neither of them really care or know anything about Gundam, but they still thought it was pretty funny. Got a good laugh. Um, uh, and then after that is uh, Kagura and her uh, radio exercises, which um, it's weird because I, I like Kagura a lot. And I didn't really, I guess, appreciate her until I started doing the podcast, my podcast. But uh but I mean, she's so she's not really my favorite character, but I think this is probably her best episode 
um, other than the Umbrella episode. Maybe that one episode in Yoshiwara, that was a really good episode for her too. Um, but this, this, this is probably my favorite Kagura episode in general. Like, it's just, it's, it's so fun to just see Kagura, I guess, play with other kids her actual age, I guess, for once. And um, it's, it's also, uh, we also got a lot of the main cast too involved in this one. Like, I think one of my favorite moments in the entire show that I constantly watch on YouTube a lot is uh, when Kagura is uh, doing radio exercises with Gin and the rest. Uh, this it makes me laugh every time. Um, and I also love, I, I guess I also love them doing their exercises with Kagura uh, near the end of the episode always gets to me. Uh, it was, it was, it was just a, it was a really good Kagura episode just in general. I actually don't have this episode on my list, but it's, it's no, it's actually a really nice episode. It's, I, I, I was struggling to find episodes involving Kagura. Uh, I kind of picked ones that I knew were, were like the best for me. So, mm. uh, but no, like, I, I like, I, I got everything within that Gundam gimmick that they were doing in that first half but uh i think it's one of those it's weird that like she i've noticed that kagura tends to have really good half episodes for some reason she really does it's it's really strange yeah so foxy uh, what about you we have this on your list 189 no <laughs> all right uh, i won't even lie no i don't know what you're talking about I never the, heard of this episode. She got a friend who was doing the exercises, and then he became sick. Nope. Son of a bitch. It's a nice episode. It's nice. Yeah, it's a really nice one. All right. Um, okay, so my eight. I have... This is the one that I usually pick for, like, okay, no one knows anything about this series. What has? What is basically you have, like, no reason for people to actually care about... And also, like, uh, you don't have to be worried about uh, being involved in any anyone's, like, lo- actual backstory or whatever. Uh, this is 106. Uh, full title is Love is Often Played Out of uh, out in Sudden Death. This is the uh, soccer episode <laughs> uh, with uh, the gang having, I guess, uh, poisoned the rest of the soccer team. And it's only this one dude by himself who has to... Uh, said uh, basically, will these people into be uh, trying to like compete, and all of it? It's probably the best payoff for an episode that has that. It's just ridiculous. I I, I tested this out just to see how well it would it would flow uh in a anime club that I used to go to. Uh, I I was like, all right, I got to show Gintama at least some sometime within the time that I'm here. So I ended up picking this episode because I wonder like if anyone care, uh, would actually give a damn about it. Uh, my it, mind you, this is like one of these anime clubs that really just are constantly, constantly talking amongst themselves. People like having multiple conversation. There is a show on that is actually good. No one's paying oh, attention to it. God, I I feel your pain. So I love. I was thinking, okay, let me see if I can put this on, and maybe if some like the one or two people that probably are kind of watching the shows, they'll actually you know check it out. Um, so uh, I think uh, early in the ep- it, it was early in episode, uh, you know, uh, it, same thing happened. No one was paying attention. Everyone was having the conversation, and then all of a sudden, there's uh, Kondo and Hasegawa naked stretching, <laughs> and then suddenly I hear, look. <laughs> and then everyone just stopped and like and people were just like oh my god and it's like all right got him 
that 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 was pretty good though. <laughs> uh, which is amazing. It was uh, like even a- and after I showed the episodes, so a bunch of people asked me, "Hey, what, what's the show? What's the show? What's the show?" I'm like, "Oh, okay, here you go." <laughs> so it, it works. Oh, it managed to work. It's just it's basically uh, out of pure shock value. I think that's how it works. I I, I can think of an. I mean, mind you, this is before uh, another episode ended ended up, ended up coming up uh, coming around, and I I probably will use that from here on in as far as the. Shock value, get people to notice episode. Um, Dick truck. Uh, uh, Foxy, you're number seven. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did not think of that episode. I can't believe I didn't put that on. But um, so my episode, uh, the episode title pretty much wraps up how I feel about this episode. Um, it's episode 216. I can't remember a damn thing about the factory tour. <laughs> uh Yes. And I picked it just because of off the heels of the episodes that came before it. It's just in case and my notes I actually have in case you forgot this show is absurd. Um, the basic setup is um, a group of kids show up for a tour of the Orzuya, except they don't do anything. <laughs> so they have to make up basically a job and a product. And they came up with the Patriot, which has lived on in Gintama fan lore um, at this point. Because it's basically um, toilet tissue and... Um, a stick. Stick. And nose tissue? I don't uh, yes. yes. There's yeah. an yeah. actual title for it. But that... the tissue you usually blow your nose on. Right. Um, and they made up this backstory about a father and son and how they're separated. And then they just did like really stupid things. And the kids are just... <laughs> Why are any of these people adults? How did they make it through childhood to this point? And why do they think this is acceptable to show to kids? So that's why I picked this episode, even though I should have picked Dick Truck. <laughs> uh, this this one is definitely on my list. Mm, not on my list. Not on my list. It's a great. It's a great episode, but it's not on my list. <coughs> uh, Colton. Yep. Um, You're next. Epi- <laughs> yeah, I I sure am. Uh, <laughs> uh, my number seven uh, was episode one fifty four, which is Cubey's uh, birthday party. I thought of this and then didn't. Mm, uh, I, I, I was debating on that. Um, this. I, I could say without a doubt, this is one of my all-time favorite episodes, hands down, no question. Why is it um, so low? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, well, that, that's a good question, too. Yeah. I don't know. But th- I, this is one of the funniest episodes of the show, in my opinion. Uh, I love, I don't know, I love seeing Hasegawa again and Katsura together. I wish they were together more often. <laughs> um, I mean, it's just, there's so many good gags in this episode. Uh Every a lot of the main cast is there. Um, Tojo has a, a, like this. This was also the episode where Tojo kind of sort of became one of my favorite characters too. Because mm-hmm. every every time he's in the show after this, he's he's it, to me he's probably the most unpredictable character in the show. Kind of sort of. Uh, I mean, I'd like. So I think some of my favorite moments in this episode. Other than that, would be um, I like. Wasn't this I, the I, episode with? Um, was this the episode with Ill Smith? Uh, no, no, I, no. Okay, was no. this the episode with the Obama lookalike? 
That's the same episode. Oh, okay, fine. Then I know for sure this is the episode with the Gorishinosuke. Oh, uh, Gorishinosuke. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I've no longer... I no I've, longer I've, call him a Gorishin. I've, I've abandoned his entire birth name. And <laughs> it's hard for me to not do that. And it, like, this dude I love is, that they, they he is, had he him. Is an, he is an accomplished actor. He's, he's, he's married to a really hot woman. Yeah, that's true. And he also... Um, I like about this episode, and I've cut you off... Um, is that he just looks perplexed and he doesn't say anything at all. I he just, okay. I'm, I'm constantly looking at him. <laughs> um, I, I, I love, I love him in this episode too. Like I, I love moments like where he, where he gets up to the buffet and then it turns out, oh yeah, no one's going to the buffet yet. And he just speedily <laughs> gets back to his table and makes me lose my shit every time. <laughs> um, I also love stuff like um, uh, the guys playing Game of Life and Katra rage quitting over board games is the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, yeah this this episode really is just one of the funniest in the show. I think I do not have a problem rewatching this whenever I get the chance to. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is it's a good episode. I don't have it on my list, but it's a very good episode. I'm the worst. Oh my god! I feel like <laughs> Agori Ishinosuke alone is like this one, a uh, big part of it. But it's ah, we don't like, uh, we even reference it in shows in podcasts we, when nobody knows what we're talking about. We, we talk about it on when we are when we're showing shows that involve the actual actor. We refer to him as Shinosuke. <laughs> <laughs> and was like, oh wait, no, this is Agori Shin. Agori Shin. We still make the reference regardless because even though no one understands it because most of the time when we when we show we talk about it, which I, I'm going to be talking about more in like probably in a future thingy, but I'll, I'll talk about that later. Um, all right. So my number seven uh, is episode 25, the hot pot episode. I have it here. Um, so I don't know what else is to be said. Uh, this is it, it's one again. It's it is the this is the cutoff point with the show. Like you, if you don't like the show, you don't like this episode. You shouldn't be watching the show anymore. Yeah, you don't like you don't like things that are good. You don't like things that are good. You don't like fun. You don't like good. You don't like good things. So I'm just like, <laughs> I like you have to laugh. You have to enjoy it. And you're like, okay, what's the next episode about? You have to be. You have to do that. You have to be like, okay. But if you're like, I don't get it, and forget it. Yeah. This, this isn't the show for you. Yeah, you this like this show is not. This doesn't make sense. Yeah, actually, it's funny. I think this is usually. Yeah, I think like you said earlier. Yeah, this is. I forgot. This is usually the cutoff point that most people suggest too. Yeah, this is this is like. I mean, if usually pe- when people. I mean, you mentioned that people say that it's like once it gets to the twenties. I think they usually refer to this episode, or at least. Pr- yeah, yeah. Most likely. I mean, yeah, but you did mention that. Hey, there's a lot of good episodes early on. It's it's um. This is essentially where they start to find their voice, and mm-hmm. that that took a while. Which is, I mean, it's uh, it's normal for any sitcom <clears throat> or any TV show, regardless of medium. I think I would hope so. That <laughs> to, that the and if anything, this this show approaches it in that same medium, at least with live action more sh- more than anything else, is that <laughs> they don't understand. Like, okay, what is it we're we're trying to aim for and who we're trying to please essentially. And really the, I really just get the humor. Uh, it takes a while. It, it takes a while to really find their footing. It, it starts from a pilot and moves on from there. And once they get it and they get it and they stick with it and it works, then good for them. And they do, they get it. They do it. Boom, boom, bam. Uh, 
buzzwords. Uh, but for here, mm-hmm. it's it, it was around this time when they're like, okay, here's like the perfect amalgamation of uh, ridiculous references, over the top comedy, stupid physical uh, physical pratfalling crap, uh, just over uh, like over the top animation, um, and puke humor. Uh, it it worked. It, it, this is like it. You know, actually, I also forgot to mention. I love how um, one one of my favorite things about this episode actually is I I love it how they introduce it as a clip show first. Right. <laughs> I forgot that again. This is like it's weird things that uh, it, 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 it's weird little extra touches that they they're willing to go out of their way to do uh, for just for the sake of it. So yeah, that that episode twenty five. There you go. Moving on. Okay. Um. My six. Yeah. My six is, and I almost picked the episode after because I didn't realize when this moment happened. Um, is episode sixty? The sun will rise again. Mm. Um, mm. This is the episode where um, Shibachi attempts to rescue Kagura, who's been captured by um, what are they called? Uh, the Kiyotai? Yes, I always blank on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's been um, tied to a little cross thing. And in trying to save her, she ends up flying over the side of the ship. And Shipashi grabs onto her. And then he's saved by Elizabeth. Right. Only behind Elizabeth is Takasugi. <laughs> and he slices Elizabeth in half. And you're like, oh no, how is this? How can this be? Elizabeth is dead. And then, no, Elizabeth was Katsura, who you thought was dead. But has been alive all along. And not only has he been alive, he's got a haircut that he's only going to have for one more episode. <laughs> it's like, forget it. Like, the Elizabeth is dead to me now. <laughs> so this this was really like, I don't think I realized how much I actually liked Katsura until he died at the beginning of this arc. Oh died in quotes. And then I was just I was devastated. And then he came back and I was like, yes. I don't care that they've used the worst trope in the history of ever to bring him back. This is wonderful. So, oh my god, I this episode's really good. I I always lose my shit when um, when you see Takasugi just kind of have that realization of oh shit. <laughs> I, <laughs> I his face is priceless. Um, I think I think this is also the episode where um, Gintoki makes his uh, makes his. Uh, his uh, his appearance and you have the uh classic troll face wave to Nizo. Yes. Uh, which I think is probably one of the most iconic moments in the show. Yeah. Yes. yes, I agree. It's just like, oh wow, this is okay. Like I'm I'm surprised they haven't made a figure out of that yet. Uh they have I think they have it with the sword, yes. Yeah, I I know they have it with the sword, but I don't. I oh, don't the think actual like him with the troll face thing. With yeah, because I, I would drop so much money on that so fast. I'd be yeah, I'm kind of surprised now that I think about it. Hmm. Oh. But yeah, no. I'm, unfortunately, this episode wasn't on my list, and I'm not now. Now I'm kind of rethinking my life. It's it's a really good. It's like hey, everything's cool again. Awesome, but and like I mean, this is like a big part of the Benny Zakura stuff, so. I mean, it, again, it, it kind of all for me, it all comes together at one point. So, 
like see the problem for me is if if I had to rank any I I don't think I could rank any episode from Benny Zakra on my list because I would have to rank Benny Zakra as a whole and I that'd be cheating. I yeah, can't do that. I, I, that's that's kind of why I was looking at Q, the Cuba arc because like I love everything about the arc, but it's specifically this fight scene. This entire episode works so well on just its own that it kind of went above and beyond. Mm-hmm. That's like that's why I, I think that's one of the few episodes that I actually picked that came out of an arc. Mm. So. Um, <clears throat> Again, with the exception of one other thing, which I'll talk about. But I don't have this on my list. Um, so, yeah. It's good, though. It's a, mm-hmm. The Sun Will Rise Again is a... I see that around a lot for reasons. Yeah. Uh, uh, Colton. All right. So, uh, my number six is uh, episode 120, uh, specifically the second half, uh, which is basically... Uh, Hasegawa is running a sushi stand and he can only make cucumber rolls. Uh, this this was an episode. Um, I think this episode for me is so high on my list because this was an episode I also watched with friends that mm. also got a really good laugh. Um, and um, I guess my, my favorite gag from the entire episode is just them trying because uh, Hasegawa is pretty much. Uh, left to run a sushi stand by himself while his uh, boss is out, and um, you know he 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 invites pretty much the gang over uh, from the snack house to enjoy some free sushi. But Hasegawa can literally only make cucumber rolls. Like I I love how in the episode he try he tries to make sushi, but they all come out as cucumber rolls. Um, and I think the even uh, it's kind of a running gag in the episode. Like uh, Otai Otai's sushi turns to burnt black, omelets black matter and then um kentucky's turns into parfaits for some reason and uh kagra makes a giant sushi thing whatever um and i think even even amongst uh, my friend slash podcast crew this is it's kind of an in joke in between us that we like to throw around every once in a while that no one else will get so um yeah this this episode is just really funny um and that's really about it. Wasn't the payoff for that entire episode? It was everyone just gave up, and Hasegawa was busy trying to catch a fish or something. Yeah, which which was really good. I I love. Um, I'm surprised they don't do that more often, honestly, because I know they did. That's what they did in that episode, and then they did it. Uh, they did that at the end of the uh, uh, Shogun Barbershop mini yeah. arc too. It's just like, uh, let's just go. <laughs> yeah, I'm really surprised they don't do that more often, and. It's it's even funnier because I think Hasegawa uh, he ends up doing that in the uh, in the next arc I guess right after that which is the screwdriver arc. Oh right. Uh so all right that's that was it's a good episode so. Uh, was nope. that on anyone else's list? Nope, not mine. Nope. Not at all. Uh, not surprised. Okay. Um. All right. So moving on. Uh, my number six. <laughs> Is uh, one we already talked about, and I saved it on this one. It's like I love it so much that it, like even though it had it is part B of a, of an episode, I it 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 still meant a lot to me. But that's a one eleven. So yeah, a lot of it like hinders on the Kagura umbrella thing. <clears throat> it's it it was for me. It's just such an influence. There there are so many things that I love about that episode, like I, about like the very lack of dialogue in the entire thing. How it's it's more or less, it is based also on a practically silent chapter. I think my biggest, one of my biggest problems with it is that there's too much dialogue. 
Uh, if anything, I, I would say that uh, uh, just uh, the music alone told the story of uh, this of this little girl who wanted something, uh, got it, realized that oh, I'm I'm kind of abusing this thing, and I ended up breaking the thing, and not, without anyone's help, fixes it herself and is happy with it, but realizes other people can't ha- like can't always have everything else and is willing to give it up for for those people. And mm-hmm. and still be you know just be able to walk away with it and just kind of live with herself, but it doesn't matter because she has the best family in the world. Um, mm. Yeah, I I remember. Uh, I think I might have told you, Doc, but I um this this was an episode I tried showing to a friend of mine who isn't really particularly into anime, I guess, let alone subtitled anime. Which which by the way, I should have known that was a losing battle from the start. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I remember showing him this episode, and uh, he gave me some kind of weird response. I don't even remember what he said, but he uh, – the, the episode, I guess, proved – I guess he had expectations, and the show proved him wrong, of course. Uh, and uh, and you're no longer friends, so yeah, it works out though. No, we're still friends, unfortunately. And you're um, no longer friends. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I mean, it, it was it was kind of surprising because he said, "Oh man, I I guess I can I can learn to love the show." And I'm like, "You better fucking learn to love the show." But it doesn't matter because we never got around to watching it. So hey, whatever. Eh, I well, tried. You tried, and you're no longer friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is. I, I think I, I I've I want to try some sort of social experiment at one point if to say. Because if like uh, the the entire piece of music that is played during this entire episode, it is a six minute long piece. It it, go, is. it, it is a it in more or less. If you actually listen watch the episode, it's it's not actually cut in the same length. It's it's uh, there's certain parts that gets repeated, and then you some of the you know as the hurricane progresses and the the music gets a lot more harder and whatever. But uh, it, it's it's great because if you just listen to just the soundtrack, you can visually just see this entire episode. I want to see if you can just it just uh putting the manga uh, the manga panels by themselves with the music uh, how uh uh if people can if people will get the same reaction which is basically tears um <laughs> and it really it's for me i say that like also because I, again this is based off a silent a practically silent chapter this is like a perfect adaptation and really it this is also a great example as to why I think the people that do this show, Sunrise, and the team that like the team that are involved in this, uh, are absolutely the right team for the show because you took a, a what is essentially a pretty simple story and a very short story and managed to make so much with it uh, that it, it works on an even bigger emotional level. That it, it's just like I, these guys clearly love the property and they wanted to go out of the way to make this this. What amounts to uh, a couple pages worth of uh, material means so much bigger in a very essentially a, a character in uh, the building of it and understanding. Uh, just it, like, again, you can you can pretty much write a whole thesis on Kagura, uh, mm-hmm. as proven by how many a long hour ep- uh, Ginta Lady episode that we did for Madoka-kan. It's almost two hours, I think. Yeah, so it's it, this is just this is just a perfect like here here's here's Exhibit A. Uh, of, of why Kagura is best girl. Uh, Did so. Doc, Doc, rem, remind remind me when I get to this chapter in, um, on my podcast to have you on for this. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll try to I'll try to do my best. I think this got translated. I forget. Yeah, this is in uh, volume eighteen. Okay, cool. 
All right. Barely made it. <laughs> All right. So that's it for me. Okay. So my number five, luckily I realized that I only had nine on my list just now. Uh-oh. Um, I got to add in what is, I've actually shown this episode to people and they just gave me this. Because um, the conversation started out with this guy saying, oh, I've watched Kintama. I don't really get it. I don't think it's good. I was like, wait, how many episodes have you watched? And he's like, oh, I'm pretty much up to date. What? How? I think he was like 17 years old at the time, so I'm going to use that and mm-hmm. give that the reason. He's a dumb kid. So, <laughs> but I then immediately got on someone's laptop, pulled up this episode and was like, watch this and tell me how do you not get the show. And the episode is episode 231. When you go to a funeral for the first time, you're surprised by how happy the people are. Yeah. Oh, man. The response I got back from this episode was basically, I knew you were weird, funny, but what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think this is good? Um, answers to oh. that question. One, how do you not like a wall full of dicks, honestly? How do you not look at that? I think this is the single greatest slapstick humor thing of all time. Mm. Um, secondly... The parodying of the line, believe in the me that believes in you, thing with, I don't even remember what he said. I believe in the penis that, that you believe in or some, some weird amalgam of that. Oh my god. But basically, um, <clears throat> they're invited if you haven't seen the episode for whatever reason. You, you're new to the show, you're behind, you're like me, and you somehow, your mind blocks out certain episodes, you don't remember seeing them. Um, they're invited to the funeral of this restaurant owner um, and Hijikata and Gin are asked basically to carry the coffin and they try to get out of it by um, <laughs> I think breaking an arm yeah and then the the guy that owns the restaurant he his ghost comes and he steals the souls of their friends and he's, he starts to actually prepare a dish with them. They're like, Oh my God, let's do this. And they jump up and then I think it was Gin who broke his dominant arm. Yeah. And he's just, wow, this was dumb. And they're trying to carry the coffin out and they end up breaking it, um, in the door. Um, in trying to reposition him, his penis ends up sticking out. Somehow the Buddhist monk is inside the coffin. No one understands how that happened. Um, but they eventually get him outside. They lose him into this dick truck. I was supposed to Google the name of the sea creature that... Because I always forget it. It's, it's a, it, I just know it's dicklicious. <laughs> <laughs> that they actually were transporting. It's, it's a thing that looks like a penis for whatever reason. Because platypuses exist. I guess. Uh-huh. And I love this episode. It basically turns out that he invited them to be a part of the funeral because he wanted it to be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was, um, I recently just watched this episode with, uh, my friend Jay, who also does the podcast with me. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I want to say she liked the episode. I don't think she hated it. But but afterwards, she didn't want to talk to me for about a day or so. I think I think because it was too much for her. But I but I think if she looks back, she'll like the episode. <laughs> she thinks about it long and hard. Uh, I also have this episode on my list. Um, I do not. All right. I, I've, I, I will talk more about it later then. Um, Colton, 
Uh, right, number five. Uh, number five for me would be episode two fifty, which is the uh, uh, New Year's envelope episode. Ah, okay. Uh, which uh, this episode is great. First off, because uh, Gin will go to great lengths to not give Kagra any money. <laughs> <laughs> you mean anyone, any money? And anyone, yes. Um, I think this is. I. I'm surprised I haven't used this episode to try to get people into Gintama because this is, I think this is a very easy episode to watch. Like, cause you don't, I don't think you need to have any prior knowledge. Like this is, this is a good standalone episode. Like you, everybody's there. You you have Skuyo and everybody from Yoshiwara. You have uh, Sachan, Hasegawa, uh, Katra, Elizabeth, what have you. Um, just, just a, lo- a lot of great gags in this episode. Um, uh, I love Squeo in this episode, especially. I, uh, I, I, I love, I love her gag where uh, she's always nice and trying to help out other people when they're in really sticky situations. That's always been one of my favorite character quirks about her. Um, and her and Gin talking through coughs is the best too. <laughs> um, I mean, there's also a lot of really great fourth wall jokes in there, like uh, Tama mentions. Uh, she's looking up a Wikipedia article for some reason about uh, Sirachi and her or whatever. And uh, the ending to this episode is really good too. Um, did did not did not expect the uh, I guess the very last scene of the episode. Uh, I actually thought Gintoki was gonna you know uh, you know pay pay for pay for the other two's food, but no, that's not what happened. Uh, but yeah, this 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 is just a really funny episode in general. I think. Right. I don't have it on my list, but it's it's good. It's good. It's it's been a while since I watched that one though. Yeah, uh, this, this this is another one I rewatch a lot. Yeah, I mean, some of the at least with the <clears throat> the latest, uh, I guess the the revival run, if you want to call it that, um, the, the the fifth season lately. There was there's I think though that was like one of the la- second to last episodes. That that were actually of material. Yeah, yeah, it was it was like the third to last episode because after this, there's the Katatsu one, and then there's the We're Sorry episode after where, that yeah. one, where it's just like, uh, we're canceled again. <laughs> um. Okay, so now this has become a for these would what what will amount to my top five. I basically had to strategize what episodes matter to me to me the most of why i care about the series uh so it was uh for me i had to like point out okay these characters are important these characters important and then certain aspects of each thing matter to me for many different reasons uh i'm gonna pick what is probably my favorite shinsengumi episode and that's episode 114 uh that the it's it's uh the they say soy sauce. I'm putting taste like sea urchins, but soy sauce. I'm putting only taste like pudding and, and soy sauce. Uh, so this is uh, Matsudaira hiring Hijikata to follow his daughter yes. on a date. Uh, <laughs> everything is this episode. It is such a dumb, 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 dumb episode. There's Gogol's thirteen references. It, it's if is the singular. It's a if a singular Shinsen, like if this is like. This is your um, your uh, your nomination, if you will, for why Shinsengumi can work as their own show. Uh, 
is basically this entire dumb episode. So it's, it has a lot of things involved in it, including just, you know, Mayo King and what have you. Like, it, it was fun. It, it was just a great, great, great episode. I just, I, I do like to, this one of my favorite clips that I use for um, uh, talking about the Shintigumi and is like, this is the one I usually point to like, okay, here's, here's the dumb that is the Shintigumi and like it, you get to a little bit of everything. You have uh, Okita going out of his way to try to kill this asshole. Kondo being a useless asshole. Hijikata trying to corral the assholes. Uh, <laughs> Masadara, king of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> So it, it's it's a it's such a fun a fun episode. I um yeah. So I don't know if anyone else has this one in there. Uh, I do not, but it, it is a good one. Yeah. So. I don't either. So yeah, that is my uh, that's my number five. I thought about it, but I didn't put it. So my number my number four should come as no surprise to people who who listen to get into these mini salads, but also people that know me. Mm-hmm. And that's episode 39. Ramen shops with long menus never do well. Wow. Um, this is another, I think this episode was, um, there were three contributing factors to me eventually liking Katsura. One was this episode. <laughs> One was the fact that I knew of the character from watching Roni Kenshin. Mm. Um, he was in like two episodes. And the other is just, I don't know hair i guess so <laughs> in this episode you meet the gintama representation of the woman that eventually became his wife um it was a similar sort of situation except I- ikubatsu is hiding him without knowing that she's hiding him um but the historical woman um was a geisha that hid um katsura at a time when they were looking for him to kill him and in this episode, um, he sort of just ends up at her ramen shop and imposes himself on her because he injured his foot. And he ends up becoming a waiter, I guess. Um, and she has a good-for-nothing brother-in-law um, who's been trying to bum money from her to pay for his debts. Um but she keeps turning him away because he's good. He's a good for nothing, useless bum. Um, and the whole time, it's like one of the quieter episodes, if you can even call it that, involving Katsura. And you get to see him almost gag free. So this is one of the closest moments he is a serious character. Yeah. And one of the most extended periods of time when he's serious. Um, that's why I really like this episode. And I also really like Ikumatsu. Alright. Mm, yeah, n- not on my list, but um, I, I definitely didn't really appreciate Ikumatsu until I listened to that episode, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know how he pulled that off. Don't know. Alright. Oh, well, I... Uh, yeah, that's right. I guess it's my turn. Um... <clears throat> Uh, episode four, or my my number four, uh, would be episode two sixteen, the Patriot episode. Um, <laughs> I this this episode always makes me laugh, no matter how many times I watch this episode. I know the jokes are coming, but I don't care. It's just this is this is one of the most nonsensical episodes of the show. But in a in a weird way, it's sort of deep. Like uh, if if I really wanted to, 
may, maybe maybe I could write a paper on this episode because I, I I feel like this episode is sort of a weird I guess allegory about people's roles in society almost like mm-hmm. like the first time I watched this episode I didn't really think anything of it but the but the more I watch it the more I get it it's it's really weird um and I mean I. Uh, I think I might have told you, Doctor, but this is this is one of the more, I guess, South Parkish episodes where we're all where, where all the adults are kind of idiots, and you kind of have to have the kids try to knock some sense in. in it's into like the Stan, Stan's dad is the main lead, the main character for the episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh man, I, I, I don't I don't know how Stan's dad became the best character in South Park. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I mean, just I I I also I guess I also. I don't know, like one of my favorite moments in the episode is uh when uh I think after the uh uh the kids at Odd Jobs headquarters take their tour or whatever is when is when the rest of the characters start trying to give their own tours. Hijikata's is the best because he's constantly trying not to kill this kid. And I don't know how Nakai does it, but N- Nakai Nikai makes noises with his mouth that I don't think any other human being can. It's, it, I always lose my shit. This, this episode is just really, really great. I love it so much. Probably, uh, probably the funniest episode on my list. Mm-hmm. I don't have that on my list, so I know Foxy covered it, but yeah, it's damn. Again, I have solid. I have solid elevens. <laughs> I I I was amazing. It I was I, I even when I was like going through my list and kind of generating it and really trying to find out what is like the perfect episodes for me like the, that really that make the because sh- like, I, I try to find every aspect of the show and mm-hmm. why it's so good and trying to like I guess write the fight the right sample size the right sample that really is like here is the pure essence of why um, this show goes through so many lengths in different ways. <clears throat> That it is worth, uh, it it's worth investing your time in because it doesn't always it it it, it it's it blindsides you sometimes. Um, uh, for me, I have the actually one of the more if if anything more serious episodes that I have on my list. Uh, this is episode two oh six. So this is the um, uh, Catherine gets a boyfriend episode. Oh. So, uh, whenever I was going through the show and really realizing what the, the show is about is this kind of uh, relationships uh, that ga- that come that be- that come together through different means and the way uh, the family <clears throat> happens in in a sense that it's um, it's it's more about what a family can be as as opposed to what a family should be. It's it, it, having. Uh, um, uh, also say be the probably the worst best mother ever <laughs> in, in the for, in, in um, what she does and Catherine being hot for the first time ever <laughs> uh it was great because uh, uh, like it was one of those is like i forgot that she can speak normally and not use the the very weird kind of voice i can't even i can't even like do the accent properly I don't even know what accent it is. It's it, some kind of. It's it. It is. Uh, it, it is Japanese doing American. <laughs> no, that, that that's that's basically what it is. It's a that weird little kind of foreigner talk, the foreigner accents. I don't know how else I could really describe it without sounding more racist. <laughs> um, 
but it's it, it's such a sweet show because a sweet episode mainly in the sense that there is this whole it's not necessarily about the gang because it's just like it's kind of like it's it's more about the relationship between Catherine and Otose and really that whole little mo- that mother daughter kind of thing that they have which really it's uh it, if anything it's it's a it's a it's a good prelude to what would eventually happen in the arc that follows it in in the um, the Four Davis arc, which is it's not only just Catherine as a, it's more of the whole family, but this is a I feel like this for me was like a more self contained story because you get to see Gin be this is if anything the most adult show uh, the most adult episode uh, uh, I had one of the more adult episodes I have in the series because it's this is just like these are like at, at a certain point I'm like. Who is this manga for? <laughs> like this is this is like serious like adult shit that's happening here. This doesn't make like why I, I, how are kids reading this? Yeah, I sometimes I think there's no way a Gintama runs and jump like it's there's no way. So, but it's it um really it's it's such a sweet story that is told because like their relationship was always rocky from the very beginning and it, it kind of came to this point as well and then uh, it, it uh, one of the nicer endings i saw uh it's and you don't see these characters interact like this that often so and they, they i mean also say i i love her to death she's again like the best worst mom uh grandmother is she like it's again like also voiced by kuchida who uh, after watching like the uh, some of the big, uh, I think that was the Sakura ep- uh, festival thing that they did, and it, looking at her, I'm like, oh my god, that's that's my fucking grandmother there. Like she <laughs> she, she 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 looks so adorable. I was like, oh, I want to hug you. Oh, you you voice Orochimaru. How does that make any sense? Um, Jeez, yeah. So, but it's it's uh, for me. It's like she was always she's the best grandmother, the best mom, but the worst as well in everything she does. She it's it's this weird sort of uh her own weird twisted way of making making good and do, and like trying to uh, support um Catherine is really done and again it's uh, the, the it's these this kind of talk between her and Gintoki also was like was a was a nice little highlight of her kind of just trying to accept this happening to her because because uh, no one's related in this show but everyone technically is still family um, and this is a, I, I feel like this is a, a good example of uh, the family dynamic in in Gintama and of, like how important it is for the characters as a whole. Um, so yeah, it's two or six. You gotta check it out. Oh, this uh, this episode wasn't not, is not on my list, but I I do love it. It's a really great episode, and I and I will say, Doc, I I do disagree with you on one thing. Mm. Otose is simply the best. <laughs> there, there, she, no, she's she not, is, she's she, she is in no, no way the worst. She's, she's, she's a horrible. She's mother. a horrible person. Like, the, the, the then again, so is, her... so is everybody. I know. Yeah, I know. But That's like, the she's 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 the she's the adult mother figure. So if everyone's horrible people, it's obviously her fault. Yeah, <laughs> she's supposed to be some sort of role model, but she can't be. So it's. I you know, mean. There's a reason why she doesn't have any biological children. I think they would be the single greatest villains in this whole show. <laughs> That's why, like, she had a cop and Batman be, like <laughs> chase chasing after her. So, like, uh, she stole a woman's boyfriend. I'm never gonna forget that. Yeah, no, she stole another girl's like another chick's boyfriend who's a stand user. Come on. 
and then pretended like they were friends and, <laughs> and sent the crew there. That's why, to like, the haunted hot springs. So, what I say is the fucking supervillain. We just that, like, we don't want to, like, al- uh, like, accept that. That's the problem. Hell, there was even the um, nameless old man from like way, way, way earlier in the show with the dumplings and all that. Yeah, it's like was in love with her. Yeah, when when, when they try to convince us that she was actually hot at one point or another, <laughs> they kept slipping that in there, and everyone in the show and me are like, no, no, that's, <laughs> that doesn't no, make any sense. It's <laughs> not the same person. Come on. So my number three is um, episode one forty two. Life is about making consecutive decisions. Um, this is in the Yoshiwara arc. Ah. This is the the one pick on my list that's primarily because of a fight scene. And this is mm-hmm. the fight between Kagura and Abito, um, where he causes her to lose her mind and give in to the Yato side. I just think that fight, one, was really long, mm. and two, was very well done. And it was good for us to see, because um, I think she talks about it earlier, but to see that it's a constant fight between uh, the animalistic Yato side of her and the person that she wants to be. Since her debut, that was an actual thing. That was like a line that she wanted to fight against herself at one point or another. Yeah, that's that's something that they they did they do talk about a, uh, upon her debut, but um, no, no, they've never, they don't really, I guess, show, a, I guess they don't show a lot of light on that until really this arc. And of course, it, it helps that this is the arc where they actually introduced Kamui because when her father showed up, like it was just a long gag, yeah. um, and and not really uh, about them as Yato and more about him as a horrible father, and the fact that he sort of ruined his family by not raising his kids right, and it just wants to be hands off because he doesn't want to ruin them any further. But um, this arc, of course, introduces Kamui, who is my favorite troll character. Um, and he he sort of sets this off by when he meets Kagura is sort of like you know I don't have a sister um going back to their last interaction before that when he's just like I don't I don't know weaklings um and I think what hurts for her the most in this part is that in order to stand a chance against Abito she has to embrace this part of herself um, that she doesn't like. Because uh, otherwise, they would have both gotten killed. And he wasn't even trying. Yeah. So, that's why I like this. Yeah. Good so. good, good episode. Not on my list, but it's, it's a really, really good episode. Probably, in my opinion, probably the best episode of that arc. I, I, I want to believe that, like, whenever I have to... I, this is always... One of the prime examples of uh, of like showing like okay, there is way more to this one single character that you um, that that uh, they, they 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 don't really actually tell you right away, and that's kind of like it's the it's the surprise of like. Also, look at this fight scene. <laughs> there, there is this is a crazy freaking fight scene. There is so much blood. Uh, this is a comedy show, and it's really creepy music too. Yeah. How did anyone not bleed to death? I don't know. It's it's kind of it's kind of nuts that 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 sword went wait th- straight through her hand and nearly well, hitting her eye. I mean, it it's still a shonen series after all, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's that that's why um, everyone has thirty gallons of blood in their body. 
<laughs> yes, uh, but uh, but also the po- to po- points of the fact because like it, it, they never made it seem that way. I think that's why this beca- uh, uh, it was one of those like oh wow this is happening to Kagura this is crazy. Um, mm. I, I think that like people don't understand that. That's why it's like if you you can uh, I, I feel like I might have seen what is like uh, a. If a mad or one of the essentially like a they trailerized this specific arc as a what would probably be like a spin-off movie and it makes it look like the most serious thing ever yeah um but yeah it, it, i think one of these are like i'm sure this i feel like this fight scene was a giant highlight of it too so yeah if again it um there is a lot there is there is so much about and it, it's not only that but uh what shinpachi does as well um and th- again, that that's another thesis there. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, that's that's a good. Uh, it's a great episode. I don't have it on my list, sadly, but it's it's a it's a, it's a very good episode. It's a really good one. Um, all right, so let's get on with my number three here, uh, which would be episode two fifty six, uh, which is the end of the uh, Kintama arc. No, oh. uh, which for those who don't remember is the arc where uh, Gin is replaced by Kintoki. Mm. who ends up being a robot. Yes. And um I this this episode has a lot of sentimental value to me I think because this uh, the I guess this this run of the show Gintama and Chosen what have you was basically around the time where uh months ago I had already caught up on the show and I was like, well, what now? My life feels really empty. Um mm-hmm. And this this was this was around the time when I I basically started watching the show weekly, mm-hmm. and I this this arc was a real trip. I mean, I I had seen I had seen this arc a little bit in the manga, and I remember like even way before I got into Gintama, I I sneak I snuck a peek at the chapter uh, where uh, Gin and everybody seemed like they were going to die, and it was actually going to turn into a different manga. And I was like, "Oh wow, is is Gintama actually ending? That's really sad." And I I, didn't, I wasn't even into the show yet, and I was already sad it was ending. <laughs> um, but this this episode in particular um, is is such a mm, this episode always makes me cry. Always, 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 always. I don't care how many. I've probably seen this episode at least ten times. This episode always makes me cry, no matter what, and it's. And it's specifically around the point where um, halfway through the episode is where um, is where uh, Gin stabs Kintoki's head and his hip- hypnotic waves or something, I guess, uh, uh, do something. I don't remember exactly mm-hmm. how all that worked, but basically warps them into nothingness. And that's when uh, Gin tries to basically take takes care of everything by himself, but then... You know, Kagura, Shinpachi, and uh, Otai show up and basically, you know, sort of die with them almost. And it's, I I felt the same way about this episode I did while watching Toy Story three, <laughs> where where you think where you really feel like you know this it could really end here and all your favorite characters that you love so much could you know just end up dying and going away like it oh. really. <laughs> no, Toy Story three probably should have actually ended there. Yeah. Should have, but all um, right. There's more to come. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't get me started. Um, yeah, but I really like uh, Kintoki. 
I, I think, said it best where he was like, oh, yeah, this uh, I basically set this whole thing up to be the final episode of the anime. And it really felt like it could have been a final episode. Um, and I mean, it's like I think I wouldn't cry so much during that part if it weren't for Moonwalk playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Like, God, fuck that song. Except, <laughs> I, except, except I love it. But yeah. But I mean, there's so there's so many other things I love about this episode. Like I love all of the callbacks um, in the beginning, where um, everybody who had been hypnotized earlier, uh, you know, started started to stand up for Gin, especially Katra and Hasegawa. You know, Katra, you know, uh, making callbacks to the Benny Zakra arc, where he was like, "Oh, Gin, if I ever go astray, make sure I don't change or whatever," and just. I love all the callbacks in the arc or that episode and the music especially I think um is chosen very well for this episode as well. Um it's just this this episode I've just it's just this episode it was really where I started to feel the feels if that's I guess a sentence that people say. I don't know. It's just this yeah, episode makes do. me cry. I love it. That's that's totally a sentence. Yeah. It'll do. <laughs> now it is. They put diction. They put words in the dictionary that don't make any any difference. Though I should probably say the the Montama stuff was good too. But this this is another episode where I watch the first half and then I just don't care about the second half because I'm already <laughs> emotionally destroyed by this first half. I feel like the the payoff to what is essentially um, the arc is really what the title of the episode is. It's like the meaning of a main character. Uh, and more so than that, it, they uh, like the 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 moral of the story is for this series, everyone's the main character, like everyone's yeah. important. Yeah, that's that's something I forgot to mention too. Is I think one of the best lines in the entire show, hands down, is the main character of Gintama is every last idiot in the show. Like that, like if 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 it weren't if like because I always talk about this on uh, Life Lessons that um is something I love about this show is that every secondary character is important. Like, because I'm, I'm way too used to shows where all of the secondary characters, you know, they'll get their chance to shine once and then usually never again. <laughs> Dragon ball. Um, but here comes the hero to save the day. Yeah. That shit. Like, I mean, as much as I love Dragon ball, that's something I've always didn't like about Dragon ball. But anyway, I, uh, that that's something I always love about the show is that you know it's not always Gin who gets the job done. Uh, the, the usually you know characters face their own problems. I mean Gin will help maybe every once in a while, but you know uh, they they still get their chance to shine. And for the most part, a lot of the characters deal with their own problems themselves, which is nice every once in a while. Mm-hmm. It's rare to see that sometimes. It really is. Can't imagine why. <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, let's see. I, I, I've I'm whittling down to again core reasons why um, I love this series, and one of them is just when they start and just don't stop. Uh, the gag is uh, one of my favorite things when it comes to Gintama, and it's just the 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 levels just keep increasing and increasing and increasing and increasing. It's just to the, the point of just idiot idiocy. Um, I now begin my panels. Pri- whenever I do a Gintama panel, I always begin with what is basically uh, uh, a high speed chase. 
bo- followed by a cop, a dude with white hair, and an old lady in the back seat <laughs> trying to ca- trying to chase after this uh, truck that has a corpse in it, and then eventually having to try to pick out which uh, which penis is the <laughs> is the husband. So yeah, uh, two thirty one is uh, my number three. Uh, this is the, this is the most uh, like when it comes to just pure comedy of je- like you just like there is no there's no room to breathe at all in this entire episode where it's it goes from them try uh, Kagura trying to understand how funerals work to everyone fucking up harder and harder every time. <laughs> uh, Gint's mission complete. Uh, the um the the whole uh the the restaurant owner. Turning Super Saiyan, uh, uh, cutting up everyone's soul and making noodles out of them, uh, and then the payoff is uh, it ends with Gintoki and Hijikata with dicks in their mouths. Yes, the the animal is actually called the Geoduck. Geo, yeah. That's that's this is the most like this just is it's just a nonstop. Just a train wreck. It's like it's a. There are times where I'm thinking, can I show this entire? Can I just show this entire episode and just call in my panel? I, I wondered because I'm like, well, there's half of my there's half of my panel right there. I don't have to do anything else. But I usually um, the dick truck scene is always just the. I always begin with. So has anyone ever heard of Gintama? No. Okay, here you go. <laughs> uh, this is all you need to know. Uh, it's the best worst introduction. Yeah, yeah, um, and I, I, I think I, uh, in one version of the pa- of uh, my panel, I did include, I believe, everything that led up to the the whole uh, them breaking their arm and the whole um, uh, getting stuck in the corner bit, like all of that that entire part. I, I, I remember I also put in there. So like, it's a majority of the episode is it was on that uh, panel at one point or another. So it, this is the, at least the one I mind the most out of. I've I've noticed when it comes to the show. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that's it. Um, well, yeah, unless you have this uh, higher Colton, I guess that's it for this episode. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know because I, yeah, Foxy you already talked about this episode, and I'm assuming unless you had it twice. No, I have it once. Exactly. I have two, I have two more. Cool. No, I'm uh, saying Colton. I don't think this is your. No, I I don't I don't have it on the list. So there you go, two thirty one. Again, these are all episodes everyone should watch. So, but yeah, uh, that's it for that one. Number two, Foxy. So my number two is um, people can only live by forgetting the bad. Um, this is episode two forty. Mm-hmm. I have it noted as basically every sitcom ever. <laughs> so every sitcom's had that moment where. The guy, for whatever reason, schedules two dates at the same time. Oh, yeah. And, and now they have to run back and forth um, between dates. And, you know, hijinks is, ensue. Eventually, the two girls meet each other. Um, the one I, I remember as happening most recently is um, an episode of Community um, where Abed gets two dates arranged for him to a dance. Um, and he basically takes it on on purpose because he's always wanted to live that sitcom episode. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps going into the um, the coat room to change from a jacket to a sweater uh, whenever he is to meet the other girl. And he ends up basically falling for the girl in the coat room um, because she has the same sarcastic sense of humor and has also watched every TV show known to man. Um, 
In this episode, Gin got drunk at the New Year's Eve party. He was a gigantic asshole. Everyone's like, we have to teach this guy a lesson so he will never drink again. And basically, he wakes up and he finds out that he's um, basically got, got married to six members of the cast. Um, just down the list from, okay, okay, that's fine, I guess, to this is horrible. Why is this happening? <laughs> I should I should have stopped at some point. Uh, so, in order of ones to make sense to ones that are most horrible, um, Otai Sukio, who seems to be the established, I don't know, canon-ish people. Yeah, sure. Kube, which that would never happen. <laughs> no. Um, Sacha, which that should definitely not happen. Nope. Um, Otose, to now this is just taking a horribly dark turn. <laughs> to Hasegawa, which is, well, kind of... I'm, I'm glad someone's taking him in because his wife is never going to take him back. <laughs> she just keeps leading him on. She's never going to do it. Like the, show's, the show will end and she's gotten married to somebody else. <laughs> and, and like she has kids and that's been going on this whole time. She just never told him. Right. And and I mean, hey, if if Gin and Hasegawa weren't canon after, the, uh, you know, until this episode, then oh boy. My favorite thing about all of this, they all reveal it to be like they planned it. Um, except Hasegawa, who <laughs> is like, you know, I don't know how to say this, but I'm pretty sure we actually slept together. But like, Gin basically moved them all into the same neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> they had their houses next to each other. It was, it was the best. Yeah, I think this is, this is the, uh, this is the part of the show where Gintama turns into a harem for two episodes. <laughs> yes. So that's my number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have this on my list, but this I'm um, <laughs> it's funny. This is actually, these are actually the next two episodes I'm going to be watching with, uh, with Jay next. So I can't wait to hear, see her reactions to this. This is going to be priceless. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, that's right. I keep forgetting it's my turn. Yes. Uh, so and I'm here still pausing, waiting for you to say something. <laughs> so uh, my number two is uh, episode 259, which is uh, the middle of the courtesan of a nation arc. Um, I'm going to try to keep this short. Otherwise, we're going to be here for another hour because I courtesan of a nation to me because uh, for the longest time, Benny Zakura was my all-time favorite arc, and Courtesan of a Nation was the first time where I started to question that. <laughs> uh, as like, I I still think Benny Zakura, in terms of arcs, is still probably my all-time favorite. But Courtesan of a Nation, I sometimes think is even better than Benny Zakura, just because this is such a huge arc. Like they're taking on they're taking on the shogunate, like it. I mean, at at the time, it didn't get any bigger than that. So yeah, it'll never get bigger than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, this this episode in particular, I think, is Gintama at its finest. Like this episode is such a great mix of comedy, action, and drama. I think, hands down, because the whole beginning of this episode is basically uh, Gin, Kagura, Shinpachi, Skuyo, and uh, Nobume of all people fighting against the uh shogun's cronies uh which is which is so good so like a lot of great action a lot of great 
uh, bits in there, uh, like Kagura uh, landing a home run on that one cannonball, which was really nicely animated, by the way. Um, and again, like choice of music in this episode is amazing as well. Um, and I mean, just and I don't know what it is like. All the fights in this episode are so good too, especially with uh, uh, Gin and Obero. Uh, and it's and I think this episode also has a really great uh, cliffhanger near the end, where Gin is just trying to force himself to get up after being uh, poisoned and numbed, and uh, the Shinsengumi and the Mimawari Gumi both make really great entrances at the end of this episode. Um, uh, th- this episode uh, in general is just another roller coaster of emotion for me. Um, just, just such, such, such a great episode for a great arc, really. And that's all I have to say. All right. Don't have that one Maybe on the top two. Um, I feel like my top two have, I've pretty much uh, pointed out to like the the best of the best of the best with honors. Um, uh, one thirty is the one that I always have to point to. Of just here is something that should be physically impossible to work uh, to do it, and it is just um, kind of give you emotional whiplash uh, in the sense that I was I was uh, like five seconds ago I was laughing my ass off, and now. I am uncontrollably sobbing. Um, <laughs> uh, so this is uh, it was the full title of the stupid thing. Uh, there you go. Oh, one thirty. Uh, it is uh, cat lo- uh, cat lovers and dog lovers are mutually exclusive. So this is technically part two of a two episode arc uh, involving uh, Kintaro, who is a evil space demon thing that accidentally uh that was so confident that it was so awesome that he closed his eyes as he, as he was landing and then you he picked the form of the destroyer and it was this little old little dog little puppy yeah um and then some other things that were supposed to fight this evil demon thing clo- were so confident that they closed their eyes and they landed in a bunch of cats um and so it's cats and, cats and dogs fighting amongst one another well, just one dog, actually. But it's um, it's a story about Kagura. It is a very now again the little uh, kind of hint why I kind of picked this one. Kagura. It, this is a more more of her kind of leading the story uh, along, if anything, where it's learning Kentaro and his relationship with uh, his owner, uh, who is this old guy who is on his deathbed and. Um, they uh, it, it, like it's one of those things on the side. There's also Gintoki and Shimpachi trying to fight this dog because apparently their family wants to, you know, get the dog, whatever. Um, but it's uh, Kagura just n- now uh, with this dog uh, trying to escape a bunch of cats trying to kill him, and uh, really the o- the only thing that he wants to do is just uh, kind of like have one final walk with the old man. Uh, this is, I think. One of the probably one of the best acted episodes in the entire series because it all goes it, it all hinders on just the the performance of of the of the of Kintaro and um, it it's it's it, this entire the last thing of it is just this uh, this old man and this old dog kind of trying to walk uh, one last walk. And it and it's it's crazy with the the way their relationship is as well with um, how this old man kind of is um, 
he tells the dog to, like the first thing he tells him is to die because his uh his, his strange kind of uh uh i guess uh i don't even know i guess a choice of life or something is that uh try <clears throat> to die now because you don't want uh, uh because if uh, you don't want to make your other friends uh, you don't want to see your other friends cry it's a very weird thing like where he the old man is like uh oh, listen i'm uh, I don't want to. I don't want to like. I, I don't want to like uh, lose my friends and be seen uh, crying in front of them. I'd rather let them all die, and then once they're all gone, I'll cry for them, and no one will be around, and then I die, and then everything will be good, and then I'll win in that sense. Uh, it's. It, it, I I feel like for me, it's it's it it's so. I I I cannot um. Uh, react to uh, a song uh, uh, now without sobbing uh, it's uh, the whole uh, that one you know the song you know the, the the piece of music that is played and all those happy emotional things also plays in this scene and it's uh, at Pavlovian at this point and which is appropriate because it's about a dog is it uh, the, the country to samurai uh, not that one it's uh, is it track 13 uh, the, the piano yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah the, this is the country of samurai. Something like that. But regardless, uh, it's it's it, it all hinders on the performance. Hinges. hinges sorry, hinges uh, on this uh, on this dog, uh, and Kagura is there as well. And it's it's such a love it, it, it's such a lovely even the like at the tail end of, uh, of the episode where it's uh, it, it's not even the full uh, the ending credit sequence is. A close-up shot of a bouquet of flowers uh, for that Kagura left for the dog. It's ah, uh, this I, I, if it's one of those things where like if uh, someone dares me to try to cry on on command, I can do it because I can just all I can do all I have to do is just think about this episode. <laughs> I, I can I can do it. Like it's it's hard for me to not just cry. Every I, I, I don't know if it's because of like the, it's like you know it's a dog dying. Uh, or if it's like it's just the the way uh, the performances were were done, uh, and it's also nice. To, uh, it was also nice to have Kagura be the lead of the story, um, and kind of carry it along with her. And and uh, I mean, she was doing, and she covered for her, for him, and uh, beating, uh, 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 nearly beating to death a bunch of these alien alienized uh, cats. Um, Katsura is there too with a blow up doll. Uh, all great stuff. <laughs> but it, it's again it's it's this weird roller coaster of emotion that happens and uh you I mean, what's good about it is like on its own it actually works too like if it, it, technically it's like part two of a two episode arc but the only thing you really need to know is uh there's a dog there's a bunch of cats they're trying to kill him and he wants to go back to his owner that's it that's and the, and you can get the rest because everything else is told to you in this one uh, contained episode uh uh, God damn it! Like it, this, this is uh, this is this shows that it can they can that it can take it can get like it take this emotion out of you, um, and uh, you know and just crush your heart to, into little tiny pieces and build it up again so you can laugh and then crush it again. Uh I don't know how that I don't know how they did it, but this is this is this is a well 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 done episode. So really great, really great. I love it to death. Uh, I can't watch the show. I can't. I can't watch the show. That's the problem. If I watch the show, then it's just 
Even me, like, it's one of those things, like, I have to, like, think about other things, at, like, if I'm talking about it. Right, because if I, if I go into, if I start thinking about it too much, then I'm like, oh, no, my tears. Damn it. <laughs> it hurts every time. I hate everything. Ah, uh, all right. So there you go. Okay. So I'm actually listening to that song now. Uh, yeah. But is this is Samurai Country is the name of it. Um, so I just realized that I forgot about something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when we did our very first panel ever, we used a clip from this episode. Yeah. And you know, you know what episode I'm talking about. I know what episode you're talking about. And this one is actually not on my list, but I thought of it as someone. It's like the end of an arc. It's episode uh, 145, not quite the end of the Yoshiwara arc. It's like the episode before. It starts out in the middle of, like, last episode, 144. There was this really hype fight scene. You come into this episode thinking, yeah, we're going to get something awesome. And it starts off with the exterior shot of the snack shop in winter. And they're just... um, well, Shibashi's complaining that they're reusing the shot. Like they've reused um, not just the setting, but the whole clip. They just dub new audio over it, and they make a point of it by reshowing Kagura eating the orange, like three <laughs> or four times. I have seen her eat an orange so many times in the course of this series. But the the key part for this time stalling tactic that they used at the beginning of this episode was when they talked about how um, anime and manga work when you're making an anime based on a manga and you realize that you've been going too fast and so the manga's been going too slow and the various things you do to catch up. And I thought it was worth mentioning that in the episode is the color for each person's bond comes in various colors. The actual number one um, for me is entitled God Hates Kondo and also Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> episode 205. They called it Meals should be balanced. Um, and the second half of the episode is called We Are All Warriors in a Battle Against Fate. My notes say, this supports my not-so-secret theory that the rest of the Shinsugumi just hate Yamazaki. <laughs> um, and the other one is basically proves your theory that God hates Kondo. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in the episode, Yamazaki is assigned by Hijikata um, this mission to watch over the sister whose brother stole a bunch of money from the Joey and he's now on the run. And he figures that he either is hiding with the sister or is going to attempt to meet her up. So Yamazaki has a superstition where whenever he's on a stakeout, he has to only eat Anpan. Which, fine. That could work if your stakeout was for a couple of hours. But his stakeout ends up being over a month. And at <laughs> one point, like right before he descends into complete Anpan madness, um, Hijikata shows up. And Hijikata's like, man, you should like get rid of that superstition I think this is about eight days in and you should try to eat something else because you know that's not healthy and he brings this he orders ramen to the apartment that yamazaki is in and yamazaki is like no my superstition is super important but you know thanks for thinking about me and he kind of just squirts a bunch of mayonnaise on it and like starts eating it and it's like what no and he's eating and talking and he's like spitting up ramen on Yamazaki's face. <laughs> this guy has it the worst. He, he He's another one of those characters that I knew about from previous shows. In this case, now I can't remember the name of it. Um, 
but it's the one with the pig. And, oh, um, yeah, the other Shinsengami show. And where, like, two brothers that you've never heard of, because they're not actually real, uh, join the Shinsengumi, and, yeah, Okita and Hishikata have a completely different relationship. Um, so, he basically ends up getting poisoned by the girl, because she gives him this note, and she's like, you know, I've always seen you, thanks for watching over me, um, but you shouldn't just eat Anpan. He's like, he completely descended into madness. <laughs> He started um, sparking the poor grocery store clerk, throwing, <laughs> throwing an iPad in his face. He threw throwing an iPad out of the window into the sky, throwing it against <laughs> the walls, like smashing his head on like on the walls, and like collected a bunch of garbage and what I assume was human bodily fluid because there was no toilet in this room. And he'd actually sparking the hijikata and then he, he woke up and he's like i don't know how many days i've been asleep and he's on like a neck brace and he's all bandaged <laughs> <laughs> then he finally wakes up in the hospital and realizes he's been poisoned the brother and sister have run off um, she was in on the plan all along she knew he was watching her so she just waited until he was at his lowest moment and then she tricked him with uh, the poison ramen and Ishikata's like, you know, don't worry about it. We caught everyone we wanted to catch. It doesn't matter if these two get away. And he's like, no, I have to do this. And brother and sister just calmly walking through town. And the brother's all, yeah, I'm going to blow my money on some awesome stuff. And she's like, no, no, you have to use your money to make money. And while she's yelling at him, like, this dude walks up, bumps into them, spills Ampan on the ground. And, like, I love this shot. Where she looks down, realizing it realizes it's iPad, and is like, "Oh no!" And her brother is just continuing. And then they look up, and this Yamazaki is holding two iPad, and he actually like knocks them out. And I think someone's like, "You must really love iPad." He's like, "No, I hate it." <laughs> the second half of the episode, in my notes, um, it basically starts with Kondo asking Ty out to go to watch a baseball game and he hears no but she says yes and turns out she's a super huge fan of baseball she's excited to go to the game she'll meet him there he's later talking to he's giving um okita and hijikata advice on women which i don't know where he gets i'm thinking he can do that and okita <laughs> says something along the lines of as a fellow sadist in, re in reference to Ty, and i died <laughs> but to cap it off I, I have I thought this episode was going to go one way and I was sad and then it went the other way and I was happy sad <laughs> and the whole divergent thing where um, part of the story is God's going to kill everyone if they go on a date the other part of the story is um, this girl that's crying and for some reason Kagura is the one escorting him on his journey to this date I assume because she was bored. And there's this little girl crying about how her brother won't leave the house because he was playing a game of catch with his father and he threw the ball too far. And then I assume his father got hit by a train or something. <laughs> and she just says he never came back home. And they go and Kondo's like, okay, fine, I'll play catch with your brother. I'll get him out of the house and then I'll go back to my date. And he goes to play catch, but turns out the brother's a monster. And he throws like... Hadouken speed baseballs <laughs> and Kondo gets like smashed through the wall and the brother's finally outside 
and then they get a call like oh we found your dad he doesn't remember anything and Kagura's like you're not gonna leave this here are you he's like damn it fine please catch your dad he's even more of a monster it's like oh I got all my memories back yay and he's like have these tickets guess I won't ever go on a date with the girl of my dreams whatever it's like Love you, show. <laughs> oh, I also hate you, but I love you. So that's my list. Oh my god, uh, that one's not on my list, but uh, that, that that's, one's that's a good. Uh, it's not on my list either, but it's really good. As is a really good one. <sighs> okay, um, Carlton, what do you got? Well, um, I'm about to kind of sort of bring it full circle a little bit, I guess, because uh, my number one is episode eight which is Kondo's intro um oh wow yeah i know foxy talked about it earlier in their number 10 um so i i'm honestly even i'm kind of surprised this episode ranks so high for me i guess but when i really think about it this this is probably one of the best of the really early episodes of the show because i i mean i i know the shinsengumi prior are introduced in episode five where Katsura is introduced but uh I thought this episode was a really good introduction to the Shinsengumi which is funny because a lot of the because uh, the because the thing was is that uh the Shinsengumi are uh he mostly Hijikata and Okita are all out you know uh raiding uh hideouts where Joey Patriots are hiding and stuff and it's basically all being filmed for this 24-hour Shinsengumi special or something basically cops um and it's it's what's great is that all all of its filler too like I when I covered this I was surprised to see that none of this was in the manga originally Mm. um so all all of this is really great filler material um down to down to their raids and I think there's I, I think there's a scene in the episode where they're all kind of like whacking their swords back and forth and stuff with their shirts off and they're all sweaty and glistening and stuff. But if you look like if you look really closely, you could see uh, cameramen and crew spraying them with like water bottles and stuff to make them look like they're sweating. <laughs> uh, so it's just it's little stuff like that. That's great. And then um, I I don't. Th- I think I I talk about it a lot on my show, but Kondo is, I think I can honestly say is probably my favorite character in the show because to me, he's, he's so interesting because he's a creepy guy and you know, he constantly, he constantly stalks Otai and Uh obviously that is not okay. But uh, I, I think I think Kondo is one of the best examples of how great of a writer Sirachi is because Kondo does all these despicable things, but he still has his awesome moments. Like I think Kondo is still a very likable character, which I think is really amazing, honestly. Um, And I thought this episode was also a very great introduction to that character um, and like I said earlier, I, I use this episode as a cutoff point for people when I say, okay, if you try to at least get up to this episode and if you don't like it by then, maybe keep trying, maybe get to the 20s. And if you don't like it by then, then just stop. Don't force yourself. 
Uh, don't do this on my account. Uh, and I think uh, Foxy touched on this a little earlier. Uh, this episode was a great this this episode is a really great episode for Gintoki uh, because this episode really shows how great of a main character Gintoki is, especially compared to most shonen main characters where. You know, most shonen main characters are very optimistic and outgoing and they could do no wrong. And they're always, you know, the best people morally, which uh, I think in Toki is a very uh, is a great reverse of that because the problem, the best moment in this episode is when he's in the middle of his duel with Kondo and he gives Kondo his his uh, wooden sword, his Lake Toya, and turns out that, oh, Gintoki uh, kept nicking at his sword until it would eventually break. And basically, he cheats, which is which is not something you see a lot of shonen leads do, which is why I think Gintoki is the best main character out of anything I've ever seen. And um, even even uh, even with uh, even with earlier, where I think the episode even starts off with Gintoki asleep and the sponsor cards literally telling him to wake up. It's your own damn show. Come on. And then like 10 minutes later, you know, he finally shows up and he's like, um, why are the Shinsengumi getting so much time? Like, I'm the main character. Wait, wait, come back. And it's like, like, uh, basically, this episode is just really, I think, the best episode in terms of. Uh, if you were to try to pick an example of, you know, to show why Gintoki is best main character, basically. Mm. All right. Awesome. Uh, okay, so you know what's amazing is going through this entire list of episodes and trying to find the right one. I knew in my heart what was the right one, but for some reason, somewhere th- uh, down the line, I remembered one other one. Um so what it boils down to, what my number one is, me basically saying fuck this show. <laughs> That's my my general like uh, my general reaction to what what will amount to probably the my for me my favorite episode of the show. Uh, first of all, I might as well just mention my fake number one. Uh, this one is is great because it has nothing to do with any of the characters like at all. It's just like it, it's it would probably amount to just a completely nothing episode without anything. There are people there, yeah, but it's just there's nothing is really. I mean, that there is a through line. There is a plot that happens. It's actually pretty serious, and you think, oh, okay, this maybe something. I guess I don't know. I, I, this I, okay, we're here now. We might as well enjoy it. Episode ninety six. If you're a man, don't give up. Omi Bozu's uh, mission to this uh, desert planet <laughs> um, uh, leads into what is like they're fighting this thing, and it's a great it's like okay, well, it's very inspirational. We're gonna rise above everything else. And then it turns into a commercial, and this entire episode was a commercial. I hate the show. <laughs> what? So yes. yeah, I was like okay, okay, let's. Okay, this is a hair. This, this was a hair. This is a hair commercial. This is a hair. A hair. A hairspray commercial. This entire episode was just a hairspray commercial. <laughs> okay. I I thought I thought you were leading up to um the end of the Renho arc for a split second. Actually, no, no. That this is the like that the, the problem is the punchline is the entire episode. 
It, like, that's the that's the thing. The punchline is literally the like if you say if you say the punchline, there's no point of this episode. That like that like the moment you know what it is, you have no reason to watch this episode ever. Like it, <laughs> this episode only works once. That's the thing. This episode only works once. It's just like the the, the magic trick that the, the Donald D- that Daffy did. It only works once. Uh, but uh, the my real number one is a is an is a is an episode that works every single time, and if anything, gets funnier every time the series continues. Um, so one of the things I joke about all the time about how the show got canceled, how it ended a bunch of times. Uh, and again, how they constantly are lying to you every single time. Every time they say, oh, "Okay, this is the final thing," they don't mean it. Uh, <laughs> it boils down to, for me, it always will be this episode, the best thing that ever happened to Gint- uh, Gintama. Was it them saying, "Guys, I don't know what to say. We have to stop the show." Episode one fifty, the the last episode of season three, one of my favorite seasons. Uh, it is, a okay. So they were like, okay, we have no other choice guys. We have to end the show. Uh, so what we're going to do is actually do the last episode now. So it's, they do the last episode, which is them going to fight the, them fight, uh, Gintoki finally having fight Takasugi. It's the final showdown. And then they're like, oh my God, this is a great epic battle. Everything's going crazy. It's like the, the swords clash. And then it's the next day, and everyone's okay. You know, Shinpachi, he's going to become a great guy. He's going to become a, a basketball swordsman. He's going to go off on his own adventures. And, what the, like, Gintoki is going to say one last inspirational thing. And then a truck passes by, and Gintoki <laughs> gives him the thumbs up. And Shinpachi's like, I don't know what the hell you just said. And then it's back to them being like, that was a terrible ending. Why did we have to end it that way? We can't end it that way. Let's figure another way. And then it's an Evangelion parody. And then it was like, wait, this ends with this way. How we should, We're probably going to get sued. Let's not end that way. And then it ends again with Gintoki being a baseball player and Shibachi's dead. Why are we ending it this way? Uh, and then they're like, okay, what's the real ending? Shibachi's a magical girl. Uh, Takasugi is Barney. It's like, wait a minute, well, how is this going to happen? The jump logo appears in front of them saying, you cannot end the show now. <laughs> the jump logo comes up with, I don't care. The jump logo <laughs> came here saying, no, you guys cannot end this way. You guys have to continue on. The guy's like, you know what? We could probably, we could continue the show. All right. Uh, we'll never, we'll never end. Even though we come off with a very looks like we're about to get canceled uh, ending, and then credits. Um, Anata Magic plays basically reca- uh, does the um, the giant um, what do you call that um, montage montage of all the previous episodes during the season played to that song. It what, also my favorite ending, uh, my favorite opening of Gintama. It ends with that, and it's. It's oh god damn it this this episode it it continues to be funny it continues to be just like they went out of their way for this one it's just uh, and this is still season three oh. and and and, and, th- and also this is the show that the basically the episode that what essentially would amount to the origin point of this podcast it is uh, uh, uh me seeing a blog post about talking about the Evangelion parody that happens on the show and not realizing the bigger picture of this entire episode and why it's so much good. 
and we eventually have to cover it on our podcast, which will eventually uh, in, uh, plant the seeds for what this podcast would actually become. Um, so it's it's great. It's uh, I love it. I love this this series to death. I love this episode to death. And it just becomes funnier because it's just like that's not how it's going to end at all. <laughs> at all like they were like how are we gonna make an original enemy but it's 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 it, again it goes back to the fact that like this is what would have happened this is the other time the the darkest timeline or something uh of uh, this is how an anime again when we when foxy mentioned about like that whole bit about like how uh anime veers to a different way depending on how much material you got this is one of those samples and and even further even further to then uh, to that extent of far as far as like the the different path they took um but it's just like yeah like if it show ends here i guess the the final boss would be takasuki i guess and that's probably makes sense but uh but it turns out no. It's we're 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 at a point where they're fighting the Shogun. It so it's um, priorities have shifted, and it, it it's amazing. And, and again, it's episode one fifty of now. Still a bunch of more episodes. Ha- a bunch more more episodes are still going to be happening. We'll be seeing those next week in the in the start of the new season. But for uh, for me, it's it will always be this this thing the the, the jump logo appearing. It you know it, it's and it's a magic playing. And even at the end, saying you know, thank you everyone who supported us these three years, and I guess we're still going. The only thing they've done that I love more than that um, happened in the first movie mm-hmm. um, with the actual Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Where it, it's, it's the it's only the- thing they could have made that better, where would be if they got the Warner Brothers and their Warner sister dot, and just yeah. for fun they ran around the Warner movie lot. And they lock them in the tower whenever they get caught. They break loose and then by Moose, and now you know the plot. That would have been great. Then we would have burned everything down. <laughs> oh, I would have killed everyone. <laughs> like, that's, that's the only other possible uh, uh, solution to the series was like, to, we have to like personify the sponsors of this entire series i i don't know like mr sunrise is just a gundam like i i I don't know what it is i i I, that's the thing i i to me this was just a like this is the the big the giant what if the the uh the attention to detail with the with the entire parody but it's it again it is the they take the joke and they just run with it they put a parody every once in a while but they own it and it just works, and, and it's and if they if not, reference something from Shonen Jump. I don't know. <laughs> see, see, the only thing I love more than either of those is uh, would probably be the character popularity pull arc. It's it's a strong. I can't believe that we picked anything. We that. didn't pick anything from that. I because I, for me it, it's it's that arc is the arc as a whole, and it's not just one episode. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. Sad. Yeah, so I—I I mean, when we come back to eventually talk about our top ten arcs, oh Jesus, that—that's when we'll um we'll have to come we'll have to start fighting. That's when the knives <laughs> come out. See, I don't know if I could be on the, for that episode because that would probably take my entire lifetime. Yeah, it's just like okay, let let's start off with just listing ten, and from that ten, do we would uh, what do we whittle? Yeah, th- that that would that would be. <sighs> That would be the episode where I would have to pick the entire show. No, you can't do that. You can't we, do that again. We Damn probably it. should give it 
like a year and a half so it could get animated. Okay, yeah, so yeah. One, once this season gets canceled, um, by then, <laughs> yeah, then we'll, we'll go. Then back. we'll do it. That'll be the first, the, the first episode of the end of this season. This upcoming season will pro- will be our top ten anime arcs. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh boy. And uh, it will be tough because I don't know what they're gonna animate. And if they animate the most current stuff, then I hate everything. Uh, I don't even I don't even know if you could really consider it an arc at this point. Like it just seems to be like the entire show now. Uh, I feel like you can you can put a cutoff here. There there that is a that 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 um I pre- probably a better uh, the best example I could say is like um uh, Annie Slobby and um Water Seven. They're, they're technically two separate arcs, but in, in a over encompassing. Yeah, they bleed into each other. Yeah, they bleed yeah, very yeah. much in each other. But um, you can—they're they're separated enough by at least a, th- a a specific through line. Makes sense. So, uh, I mean, uh, I can—I feel like with this recent stuff, um, I can't even see the arc name without spoiling things. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. I think you could because I—I I, I think because. From what I've seen, that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's still so much more to that arc. That's just the tip of the penis. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. <laughs> that's not even... I mean, it's, there's a thing that happens there. That's- yeah, that that is a thing. And then it's like, hey, we're, we're going to get all this stuff out of the way. We're going to get all this comedy out of the way. Now say goodbye. Never going to see it again. Say goodbye to your favorite character. No. Oh no. What are we to do? Ah, uh, damn it. Okay, so there you go. That that is the, our top ten anime thingies. We'll come back with another top ten anime thingies in the future. But until then, uh, thank you everyone who <laughs> listened to this episode. If you want to write us your top ten episodes. Send it to us. Does anyone uh, is any of ours top number ones your number one? Is any of our number ones your number ten? Is any of our number ones not in your list? Uh, well, my number one was Foxy's number ten. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the case is, uh, write to us uh, over at Gintama Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook. At facebook.com slash Gintama Podcast. Also follow us on Twitter at Gintama Podcast on Tumblr, Gintama Podcast.tumblr.com. And that is the major stuff we need to worry about for today. Uh, Colton. Oh boy. So, uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, um, I also host a Gintama Podcast. Uh, probably not as good as this one. Uh, Oh. There, there, there! I go throwing myself There's under the no bus. There's no way you could possibly I, I, be. I, I don't know. I, we've set such a low bar at this point. Well, where um, you you've never met my friends, so you've uh, set a low bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, ba- basically, we spend our time covering the old Viz release. We started from chapter one and are slowly trudging through the only twenty-three volumes of the manga to be published in English over here before it got canceled in 2011. Uh, I think uh, I just recorded our second anniversary show. We've been doing this for two years. Uh, I don't know if we've gotten any better, but I mean, it's podcast sounds better. That's for sure. God Um, knows we haven't. (laughs) Um, 
but yeah, we, we just recorded that, I think, just a couple days ago. Hopefully, hopefully, maybe by the time this is out, that'll be out. I don't know. I still have a lot to edit. I think the latest it'll be out will probably be like mid-April. I do want to get this out before the end of April. I've been trying to get the motivation to edit that. But yeah, uh, we're currently on volume six, I think. Oof. So we, we still got a lot to cover before we get to like Benny Zakra or something. The, again, that's that's my first goal. When we when we get to Benny Zakra, then then I'll go from there. Um but yeah, you can find that over at uh, gintolifelessons.wordpress.com. Uh, and then uh, I do a bunch of other shows, uh, Heavenly Kings podcast with uh, Beaky and Foxy talking about Toriko. Uh, One podcast prevails with me and Doctor covering Case Close slash Detective Conan. Uh, I'm also a part of the uh, Anime 3000 network, a podcast or network of anime podcasts. I help co-host the Manga Corner with J.D. Banks, where we talk about manga and the culture surrounding it. I think we just recently covered Claymore. That was that was fun. Um, if you like Claymore, please listen to that. And uh, I think that about does it for me. All right. Um, let's see. Probably. Uh, yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, you covered all the other podcasts that I was going to mention anyway. <laughs> like, I have Heavenly Kings and One Podcast Reveals, the episodes out uh okay so uh i, I know I, we meant i mentioned this on the podcast before as far as the events that are happening in april uh april 24th to the 26th um if you're in the uh central florida area in orlando uh gonna be part of the florida anime experience it's a convention uh that i am i guess a part of thing yes yes Yes, I mean featured talent. I I say I, but it's tech. I mean technically the whole podcast is a featured talent. Unfortunately, it's we, but te- I'm not gonna be there. Yes, technically all of a good amount of us, and uh, only a few people are, are gonna be there. Myself included, obviously. At the host, I, I, I'm gonna be hosting a couple panels, which include a Kintama panel, includes a Kintama panel, uh, as well as a uh, drama panel, live action drama, which I want to. <laughs> Sit down with Foxy and kind of like, hey, what would we do if we actually had a dr- uh, actually had a panel? Because now I'm like, now I'm stuck with it. <laughs> okay. So um, we bas- I'm gonna basically gonna go over uh, probably some. Of- basically, he's gonna be like, hey, remember that 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 show, that show, that show. We're- I'm just gonna go through uh, a, a a a list of shows that people should have watched at one point or another. I think we've already talked talked uh, touched upon uh, one or two at this point already. Even on this episode, and uh, kind of go through clips and stuff in that. Yeah, that's it. And the Kintama panel is the Kintama panel, which is something I've done enough already. That I've 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 touched uh, touched upon on the show, plenty of time, um, and included uh, it at Madocon. If you remember that thing that we did, um, mm. wait. Yeah, um, I, I I remember I was there too, kind yeah. of, sort of. It's can't, it, yeah. I can't imagine doing that again. Uh, so, uh, so go to floridaanime.com if you want to register. I think the prices probably went up because it's, uh, getting closer to the convention. So snatch up a ticket if you want to go. Say hi. Uh, we'll be doing, I'll be doing, uh, panels there. Not just my panels, but apparently got invited to some other panels as well. Uh, doing 
Vecca anime and some other stuff. But yeah, but I think the the big thing is that it's going to be a, a podcasting anime podcast summit, which uh, with a bunch of other podcasters that are way more popular than us. Uh, such as Anime 3000. You should say hi to the people there, whoever's going. I don't know who's going. I think Sean might be going there as well. Yeah, possibly. probably. I think I've yeah. seen him a bunch of times at one point or another. So, uh, them, uh, the Gundam and MAHQ, uh, Anime Addicts Anonymous, uh, Anime, we- uh, Anime World Order. I don't know how the hell they're, like Florida get a bunch of anime podcasts. Well, it- there is very little to do in Florida. Good point. <laughs> If you're not rich. Mm-hmm. Old. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> the other ones are probably like in New York and California, I think. Probably. It's the only one. That's my only points of references at this point mm-hmm. that I can think of. But either way, that is it for uh, this episode of the podcast. Uh, like I mentioned before, get to podcast.com, listen to the other episodes. Subscribe to us on Twitter. Rate, review us. And that's it? Yeah. 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 All right. So, uh, like, uh, Colton, thanks uh, for jumping in on this episode. No problem. This was fun. I hope so. Oh, <laughs> uh, my God. So, yeah. Uh, send us your babies that you want to not kill. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Silver Soul.